we're talking top three dynasty running backs 2023 go forward. We're talking about where's Barkley ranking in 2023 dynasty? Where's CMC? How much faith do you put in a player like CMC in dynasty if he's got one, two, some say three, and I think that's very optimistic. I say one year at a time. How much value do we put into dynasty running backs that have a one to two year shelf life? How much value do we put in a, a younger running back like Jameer Gibbs? How much value do we put in a Kenneth Walker if you can cuff him to Charbonnet or if you can't cuff him to Charbonnet? So right now, we're digging into Dynasty here on the main channel. Yeah, we've got the Dynasty channel. We're going to do more of that, obviously. Daily videos on the Dynasty channel, link in the description. But this is the main channel. And we're talking Dynasty fantasy football more specifically we're talking about dynasty running backs top three let's roll live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios it's the fantasy football show live monday through friday 7 p.m eastern what is going on good people file on in hit that like button on your way in the door we're talking top three dynasty fantasy football running backs and in that we're going to be discussing a whole lot more than three running backs because we got to file this down and and kind of narrow it down so really we're talking top 10 running backs is is, is really what what it comes down to now d-class first in the building uh jerome in the building first i'm sorry first in the building today was uh alex sorry alex michael k cpa Appreciate you being here. Now, on this side of the screen, we've got running backs that are in conversations, in contention for being a top three dynasty running back. Christian McCaffrey's on the screen because if you're drafting for the now, he is somebody you might consider in the top three dynasty running backs because if you have a, a window of two to three years in mind for your dynasty team, this guy could be the number one running back for one Maybe two years. I, I say take it one year at a time. The way I look at things though. The way I look at things. Is a balance of now and the future. And my number one running back. Without hesitation. Without equivocation. And you all know his name. His name is Bijan Robinson. And this guy's the easy call. Across the board in Dynasty. Even in redraft. So no surprise, Bijan's my number one dynasty 2023 fantasy football running back. If he's my number one redraft running back and you don't know that, well, you, you know, you're new to the channel. Well, welcome. Welcome to my number one overall running back in redraft dynasty across the board. This one's easy. This one's easy. Some might still draft McCaffrey there because they're nostalgic or they think one year at a time. There's nothing wrong with that, but this right here is the perfect combination of now and future. This is a guy that can be the number one overall running back now. If you don't think so, then enjoy the show. Grab a bucket of popcorn. Get ready. Sit back. Kick your feet up and watch this guy do what Saquon Barkley did his rookie year. Do what Adrian Peterson did his rookie year. Do what some running backs have done their rookie year. Do what Brees Hall was doing in weeks four through seven his rookie year. Brees Hall, a guy that didn't get going until week number four, 
was going to if he didn't tear his ACL. Even with the slow weeks one, two, three, Brees Hall not getting not getting on his horse. Not getting on his horse and riding until week number four was still going to rival Christian McCaffrey as the number one running back last year in 2022 fantasy football year end. Not talking pro rating, not talking extrapolation. I'm talking about this guy could have very well been running back one Brees Hall had he not injured his ACL. So don't give me that, oh, and he's, he hasn't even taken a snap yet, Smitty. How can you say, Smitty, that a running back that hasn't taken a snap in the NFL can be the number one running back in in his rookie season, Smitty? It just doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense to your grandma. It didn't make sense to your dad. It didn't make sense to your mom, your Uncle Buck. Look, ahead of the curve is uncomfortable. Looking ahead of the curve is uncomfortable. Dynasty requires that of us. And Bijan Robinson is clear-cut number one running back material, obviously. But even in redraft, you've got you've got to be bold. You've got to trust your gut. You've got to be ahead of the curve. You can't sit back and wait for Bijan to become running back one and take advantage of Bijan being running back one. If you're in redraft and you're contemplating him at running back one overall for your 2023 upcoming redraft, yearly league draft, maybe consider... Trading down if you can, because the whole world thinks I'm crazy when I rank Bijan Robinson as my number one running back overall in redraft 2023. Bijan's my number one RB. Number one. Number one. Who is my number? Dog. Running back in Dynasty 2023 Fantasy Football. Well, I just went on a little rampage discussing him. And his name is Brees Hall. Get absolutely breezed right now. Get breezed. Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's Brees. He's Brees. He does a hole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Brees Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hole of a job. If you don't see Brees Hall coming, I can't help you. If you don't see Brees Hall bouncing back, I can't help you. If you don't think Brees Hall in Dynasty can bounce back, I certainly can't help you. This man, Brees Hall, does a haul of a job every time he's on the field. This man, Brees Hall, is arguably inside the top two to five and redraft in my mind. So what do you think I think? about what you think, about me thinking, about this man being the number two overall player in Dynasty Fantasy Football. That would be Smitty Approved. You've just been Smitty Approved. If you like my take of Brees Hall number two in Dynasty, you are Smitty Approved. You've just been Smitty Approved. 
if if you think this man, Brees Hall, cannot be a top two or at least top three running back in dynasty fantasy football in his current situation with the, one of the best defenses in the National Football League, if not one or two overall, with a quarterback that I think will be too excited to leave this team after one season, I think he gets revitalized. I think he gets rejuvenated. I think Aaron Rodgers wants to stay for at least two years, and I think he plays well for two years. If you don't like Brees Hall in the top two overall, you are top three. Overall, you need to take a lap. Take a this man, Brees Hall, will do a haul of a job. Now, the real debate, this is easy. One, two. That's easy. The real debate, to be quite honest, is where is number three? Who is number three? And I think that's what we need to stay focused on for the remainder of this show. Even if I reveal who's next. By the way, real quickly, Aloha. In the building. Aloha is the number one super chatter in the entire uh, year in one single live stream. Ron Navy obviously has the biggest super chat ever in the history of the show with a 765 wad. But Aloha holds the number one spot on this show for biggest super chatter of the year. Aloha, are you here? Aloha. I want you to call in real quick, Aloha. I want you to call in if you're able to. If you're not able to, that's fine. I would like you to call in real quick, Aloha. I have something to tell you. Okay, I have something to tell you. Call call into the show. We'll put this number over on the screen. Where's my call-in number? Where's my call-in number? Let's go. Let's go back over to the table view. Let me let me let me copy this and get this over here because I don't have the screen. There it is. There it is. Aloha. Dial into the show if you're able to, real quick. Okay, real quickly, Aloha. Dialing. Um I uh I can't thank you enough, Aloha, for, for dropping that big wad on screen. I can't thank Ron Navy enough for doing what he's done. I can't I can't thank guys like Michael K C P A. Michael K C P A has been an, an amazing super chatter here from the beginning of time. Rock out, uh all these guys dropping just wads, TMT. I, I'm sorry if I'm not mentioning everyone's name. There are so many. Uh a uh, uh, pal, pal dropped a, a big wad. Um, yesterday grabbed 50. Yeah, I think he grabbed 50 YouTube exclusive memberships for everybody. Um, Aloha. Appreciate you dialing in real quick. Hello? Yeah. Aloha. What's up? What's up? Aloha. I don't know if you've noticed. Are you, you're a YouTube exclusive member, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you noticed, but you have your own emoji right now. Do I? I want everybody to look in the new emojis and I want everybody in one at one moment here drop aloha emojis in the live chat. Aloha, you have and, and this this gets swapped out. If someone knocks you off, they grab the emoji. But the top super chatter of the year will have their own emoji until someone knocks them off. I want everybody to to drop the the emoji please for aloha. Aloha, do you see it? Yeah. Thank you. Congrats aloha. Appreciate you. Uh, call back if you have any more questions. Uh, actually, hang tight real quickly. Uh, Zastro is on the phone. Michael Zastro, what's up? Hey, Smitty. I just wanted to say sorry about yesterday. Zastro, I'm fine, bro. It's it's all good, bro. I appreciate you. I just would prefer a little more positivity. I'm not a, I need a yes, yes men around me person. I have an open phone line where people call in and debate me all day long. So I guess it irks me when someone thinks that I need that or that I require that, or that I block people or try and 
you know, exclude people that are that are contrarian. It's more so the 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 vibe of it. Like when someone says, "Come on, Smitty," you know, this is a clickbait video. That is different than saying, "I disagree with this topic. I actually think this." You know what I mean? That's the only thing I was talking about. But Zastro, I don't. Ha- I have thick skin, bro. I really don't care. I'm glad I wouldn't answer your call if I really even cared. You know, end of day. But just you know, positivity is nice. Or if if there's contrarian points of view, it's just you know how it's done. You know what I mean? Yep, all good. Yeah. What do you got? Hey, what what do you, who's your number three dynasty running back? While I have you on the phone, Zastro. You got. I, well, I, let's let's pretend this went the way it went in a dynasty startup. Bijan Hall, you had to go RB. You had to go RB here at number three overall. Who do you take as your dynasty RB three? Um, I always wanted Walker. I'm a little bit shaky on that now. My heart still says Walker, but that's with a lot of trepidation. And would would you would you say Walker is a lock for you if I could hand you Zach Charbonnet on a platter? No. Wow, that doesn't change it for you. Um. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, I would take Charbonnet. No, 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 but I'm saying if if, if I said I'm going to hand you Zach Charbonnet and you get him for free right now if you take Walker number three overall, does that make Walker your locked-in number three overall running back if I hand you Zach Charbonnet on top of it, if it's a package deal for you? You guarantee get him? Yes. Okay. And I and I appreciate that. What's Aloha's emoji? It's the one with the 300. It's got his, his avatar. Um, he's got the highest super chat. You can sit, you can hang tight if you want, Zastro. Mute, mute if you don't mind. Aloha, do you have anything to say about your new emoji? Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. This is what it looks like for anybody that's looking for it. It's three hundred. He dropped a three hundred wad super chat um, the other day in one single live stream. And so, if anybody knocks him off, it's gonna be a sad day though. If someone knocks you off today, Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you lose your you lose your emoji immediately, but that's the name of the game. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, pal, helping keep the lights on as this channel grows and grows, you are appreciated. And this is just one way I can try and thank those big ballers dropping these super chat haulers uh, like this man right here. So drop a couple uh, of, of these 300 emojis for Aloha and give him his moment to shine until somebody knocks him off. All right, uh, Aloha, hang tight uh, if you want to, uh, or actually call back in, in in a little bit, okay, if you want to ask anything. Real quickly, Aloha, who's your number three dynasty running back? I think I heard you whisper it in the wind. Uh, Gibbs. Okay, Gibbs. Give me an argument for it real quickly in one or two sentences. Uh, I don't think Montgomery is going to really take that much um, carries from him, and they traded Swift, so it's really just him. It's more of a like a Christian McCaffrey and uh, Elijah Mitchell situation. Yeah. For okay. You. Appreciate you, man. Aloha. Call back in if you got any other questions. Right. All right. All right. Congrats. Go go drop some of these emojis. I saw a couple people say take a lap if CMC wasn't in your top three, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw another comment saying I didn't see that this was Dynasty running backs. Um, well, that's that's take a lap. Let's take a lap because it's Dynasty running backs on the screen here. The title of the show is Dynasty Top uh, Top Three Running Backs in Dynasty, and I've said Dynasty over and over and over. So I don't know how you could have missed that. Take a lap. 
And Hector says Walker over Charbonnet big time. No one's asking that question. My question is, Hector, do you put Kenneth Walker number three overall if I guarantee you a free Charbonnet to cuff to him? Like, you have no worries. I'm going to hand him to you for free. You buy one, you get one free. Is that where is that was that what would make Walker number number three for you? Um, if anybody would like to call in and suggest a number three overall running back here, call in and make your case. The phone lines are open. Drop a, a 300 Aloha emoji to represent the highest super chat of the year. Uh, Aloha has got that on lock until somebody drops one to knock him off. Aloha, drop a couple of your own emojis, bro. It, it could be short lived, or you could you could hold it for a week. You could hold it for who knows. Depends on when someone comes in and drops a 301. Someone comes in and drops a 301. It's gone. Aloha. Use it while it's here. Um, so if anybody wants to come in and, uh, and, and make an argument for who their number three dynasty running back is, let me go through the pecking order here. And then I'll reveal who my number three overall dynasty running back is. Uh, Silver Rapture. Appreciate you being here. One of my OGs from the beginning of it all. First week that I was on YouTube, I believe he he's probably the, the elder statesman in the in the in the chat right here. Anytime he's in the chat, him and Al, uh, him and Alex Cruz. Um, I don't know where JP is. JP was with me from the very beginning, like silver, like first twenty followers, subscribers, first twenty subscribers probably was silver in there. JP, uh, Nick. Remember Nick, ring the bell Nick, who passed away, unfortunately. Uh, those are some of the very beginning followers of this channel, and I just appreciate you. Let's go through the pecking order here, and then I will reveal who my number three overall dynasty running back is. So, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. There's an argument to be made here for every single guy on the screen and some guys that are not on the screen. If you could give me Kenneth Walker with Zach Charbonnet guaranteed cuffed, no questions asked, he would he would certainly, certainly, certainly be in the mix. What's up, Steven? And where's Denny, by the way? Denny, I hung up on Denny the other day and he vanished. He took it real personally for the first time. Usually Denny's fine with it. Super Rudy tried to dial in and then it hung up. Super Rudy, try one more time. If you could hand me Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet combined, there's a strong argument to be made that that's the number three, number four, or at least number five dynasty running back handcuff in fantasy football. You're giving me both of them, remember. If you give me just Walker, I'm a little more hesitant. I'm not saying he's not top five. I'm not saying I don't draft Walker number four, five, six. I'm not saying he's not in the argument. I'm not saying I wouldn't take Walker at two, three, four in dynasty startups as my number two, number three, number four running back with the off chance that I get sniped on Charbonnet, but I still go down the road and cuff the two together and, and sleep like a baby at night. You get Charbonnet and Walker, you have close to running back three overall dynasty running back numbers or at least top five. So the easiest call here is Walker with Charbonnet cuffed. That would be of this group right here. Now, the question is, are there other running backs not on this list? Aloha said Gibbs. JT is still potentially the number one running back in fantasy football. Like, I've got Super Rudy on the phone. Super Rudy, argue against me. Why, why can't JT still be the number one dynasty running back in fantasy football? Argue against it. Or, or in favor of it, whatever you want. This is a guy that is one year removed from being the number one overall player. 
and he suffered some injuries, none of which concern me about lingering injuries. It was one of those years, ankle, it doesn't go away. You come back too early because you're eager. You're an eager beaver. You get back on the field uh, to, to chop some wood, whatever beavers do. And then all of a sudden you get re-injured because you weren't ready to chop that wood. And then he gets banged up and he doesn't ever return. The team falls apart. It's a disaster the whole year. Now they've got a quarterback. Yeah, he could vulture. But now they have a quarterback that could move the chains. Now defenses will be spying said quarterback. And maybe said quarterback vultures a few close yardage touchdowns. But this guy should have more room to run. Bigger openings, bigger seams, bigger rushing lanes. So something tells me he'll run more efficient this year. And if he's healthy, why can't JT be running back one? Why? Okay, so there is two or three things that make me hesitate somewhat in picking JT at three. If Bree, if if Bryce Young or CJ Stroud had gotten drafted to the Colts, I don't think it would be much of a debate. But because they have arguably the most mobile quarterback we've seen since. Lamar Jackson on their team now. It makes me hesitate whether uh, um, sorry, I just had a brain fart. Uh, whether Anthony Richardson would uh, would take too much uh, touches away from him. Um, there's another running back that I think that I, it may be a little spicy, but I, 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 I might take Najee at three over JT. As in dynasty, um, just because of the passing game work, the Steelers up their offensive line. Um, and I think last year people need to lay off Najee a little uh, with the performance he had. I think that was probably the worst year he's going to have in dynasty and uh, at least for the next three or four seasons. And so, uh, so that's yeah, kind of where I'm at with JT. I hear, I hear you. It scares me away from him. I hear you on all those points, and they're all arguable. Everything you said, you could argue either one way or the other. JT, will but the o- will, will the offense be will the offense be too too different now? Will there not be enough opportunities? Will they run a lot less? Will they run a lot more? Will they run way more efficient? So none of it matters. It's all it's all tough uh, uh, tough to assess, I think, and predict. But he's got the potential. I think he at least deserves to be in the top five conversation, even in Dynasty for running backs. I'm not saying he's even oh, in, yeah, my he's in my top five. he's definitely in my top five. Right. Uh, but as for your Najee argument, here's what I'm going to say. I put Najee on this list out of respect for volume and out of respect for what potential he could have. But his metrics are pretty bad, and you could point to the injury on that. You could point to a lot of things, the offensive line. There, there's a lot of reasons why you could say Najee should not be held accountable for his efficiency numbers last year. But you talk about how how little of of big monster runs he had. You talk about yards per carry. You talk about the fact that they're going to throw probably a little less to him now that they've, you know, Pickett's going to take a little bit of a step forward. But then again, it's like, you know, we can't judge somebody too harshly off an injury plague season. And the Liz Frank injury is no joke. And even though he was said to be, you know, healthy from it, he wasn't. And so the question will be, if he's inefficient at all, or struggles, or gets banged up, 
does does Jalen Warren come in and command 40% of the work going forward? Because Tomlin loves Jalen Warren. So there, there's concerns there that he would does. make me exclude Najee from my top five dynasty running backs. I'm not putting him in there. Do I think he's a sneaky, get him later guy that could absolutely make you look like a genius if it all works out because the cost of entry in redraft is round four? I'm pretty sure his dynasty ADP is not far off. I don't think he vaults around or two in dynasty versus redraft because running backs get older as they get older they lose value it's like telling me i'm driving a car off the lot at a dealership in a year and a half from now it's going to be worth more value so i don't think his his dynasty uh value is that much different it probably is a little bit more than his redraft which is odd but that's just because people are a little unsure how quickly he'll be back to form. Could he be back to form? But as other aging running backs drop out, that's kind of the reason he climbs a few slots in dynasties because other running backs are aging out. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with anything you said. I think JT deserves to be in the top five consideration, but he is not my number three. He's not my number three. Najee's not my number three. Walker with Charbonnet, would be very much in the conversation or tied for my, for my number three. But he is not my number three. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I've got my number three ready and queued. I just haven't put him on screen yet. Hang tight, Super Rudy. If you can go ahead real quickly, and then if you can mute after, and I'm going to go over to Adam. Okay, I think I know who your, uh, your three is, yeah, but I'm yeah. not going to say anything. All right, hang tight, hang tight, Super Rudy. All right, Adam, All right. Adam, who is your number three dynasty running back? Go. See what Adam says. Um, my number three is your number three, so I'm just gonna go ahead and let you say it real quick. Yeah, I, I think I think okay, I'll I'll, re- I'll reveal it. And I know it's gonna r- ruffle some feathers. I mean, you don't see him on this list, right? There's a reason he's not on this list. It doesn't take a rocket scientist yeah, to yeah. say, "Hey, Smitty, why don't you have your number three queued up yet? Where is he? How, how'd you leave him off your top ten running backs? I didn't. I didn't." It's crazy bold. It's crazy bold, but Jameer Gibbs is a running back that I think in fantasy football, because of PPR, and I don't play a non-PPR. I had somebody get mad at me the other, the other day the other day because I said uh, uh, your grandma plays in PPR. Actually, your grandmas don't even play in PPR anymore. Your grandma's upgraded. They went to .5 at least because they play underdog fantasy. Promo code SMITTY, which we're going to draft tonight. So click that link in the description and sign up early. I'll drop the link right now in the live chat, and I'm going to pin it in a second. But if you want to draft tonight, you got to click this link. Get ready. $10 minimum deposit. But they will double anything up to $100 of your first deposit. So if you deposit $100, they will give you $100. This guy right here is going at 4.1. In underdog fantasy drafts. This guy is going maybe 312 to 4.1. But this is, in my opinion, a top 5 to 10. Not 6 to 10. Top 5 to 10 running back as a redraft running back. Top 5 to 10. I don't care about Monty. Monty's good for Jameer Gibbs. Monty is good for Jameer Gibbs. I hate when people say, what about Jamal Williams? Jamal Williams isn't on the team anymore. Why does Jamal Williams come out of the mouth of people that try and argue against Jameer Gibbs? And what makes anybody argue against Jameer Gibbs? Is it because you're doubling down on your awful take that you've had for months and months and months and you don't know how to to eat your words or 
change and adapt, adjust and adapt, recalibrate your thinking. You're just double down Donnie. Double down Donnie cannot change directions no matter what. Double down Donnie says this kid's too small. And then when he realizes maybe he's not, when he says he's too small, teams won't go near him. And then the Lions take him 12 overall. And the Lions admit they would have taken him six and they took a risk. And they the risk in their mind, everyone says is a joke. Because everyone says they reached on him at 12. Well, that's your opinion, Bob. Just because the general consensus of the NFL says running back shouldn't go in the top 15 doesn't make it correct. Just because that's been the trend doesn't mean that the Lions are crazy when they heard and got word. And I've heard the same thing from people I trust. There were one or two teams between 6 and 12 that were strongly considering Jameer Gibbs. That's why the Lions reacted the way they did in the war room when he was available and they still got him at 12. They're not idiots. This team is building a monster team for the future. Does this look like a war room full of idiots? They've got St. Brown. They've got Jamison Williams. They've got an amazing team they're building here. The Lions are on the up and up. The Lions are division contending winners. It's the the Bears and the Lions dogfight to the division win. The other one's getting one of the three wildcard spots. The Lions are on the rise. When people make fun of the Lions, they're making fun of themselves. If you make fun of the Jameer Gibbs pick being too early, you're making fun of yourself. Jameer Gibbs is the next Alvin Kamara. Jameer Gibbs will catch... 55-plus passes as a rookie. If he doesn't, I'll be disappointed. And I think he'll do better than that, or he could do better than that. Gibbs is not a 1,200, 1,400-yard rusher on the regular. He's a 900-yard rusher. When someone tells me Gibbs has got uh, Monty in his way, you're making fun of yourself. You're making fun of yourself in front of everybody. You're, You're putting on a spectacle. When you say Monty won't allow Gibbs to do well, what does that even mean? Monty, won't, listen to what you're saying. Monty won't let a guy that's going to only rush for maybe 800, 900, maybe 1,050, 1050, not probably even 1,100 yards. That guy's going to be hampered by the between the tackle guy? This is a wide receiver. This is a guy stepping up. When Jamison Williams is out six weeks, this is a guy that's going to be, as we say on the show a lot, fast-tracked into a wide receiver role that is very much in need. Laporta is going to be fast-tracked into a wide receiver role that is very much in need. And when Jamison comes back, they're not going to forget how to catch the football. This team is going to utilize this kid. This kid finds an open scene. He goes to the end zone. He's 199 pounds, and you can keep crying about that all you want, you Jameer Gibbs haters out there. But he's going to be 206, 205 by the time the season starts as he starts working out, eating, and gaining NFL weight from NFL trainers that are helping this kid retool and refine his game and his skill set and his strength. And he can put on weight and not lose any of that electric speed because he's already superior on those levels. Jameer Gibbs is an absolute monster in waiting. And you can sit back in Dynasty and twiddle your thumbs and say, until he catches a snap, Smitty, there are two running backs on your Dynasty running back top three rankings that have never touched the ball yet or had a snap. Why would you do that? Because this is not a let's go ahead and make rankings after everything's obvious show. 
This is not a, oh, okay, we're not ahead of the curve. We'll wait till it's obvious, and then I'll put out my rankings when it doesn't even help you. Do you draft him number three overall? Obviously not, Bob. If you do, I can't help you. If you do, you're making fun of yourself. All right, Adam, who's your number three running back? Hey, what's up, man? It would be good. I ain't gonna lie to me. I'll I, I be trying to fight people lately. <laughs> I'll be getting mad. I'll be like, you son of a bitch. And I, I, like, I just been getting mad. Him and Bijan. As soon as someone takes him from me, I get so mad. Yeah, I do I've been too. trying to literally get him in like every draft. <laughs> I do too, bro. Look early, how way early. I was like, Adam, Adam, you're I'm getting like, so I can. I, you must be listening to some Adam, Adam, I can hear the joy in your in your voice, man. When you talk about Gibbs and Bijan, it's like talking about your, you know, your your fiance or something. Like you, the way you're talking about Gibbs and Bijan, yeah. there's a love there that I don't think a, another individual can get in between you and, and these players. And I and I commend that. That's outstanding. <laughs> you know, I I believe I believe in taking strong takes. And if you want to win anything in life, you've got to take a strong, take risks. And I'm like all in. Like, I don't care. If if I think someone is going to be the number one player, like I always look for the top, what I think is going to be the top five in every position. And my goal is to try to get one of them in every position. And what's going to give me the best chance through the whole season, through the playoffs, everything. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people that I'm looking at some comments and people think like we're talking redraft. It says it on the screen. I've said every every other word out of my mouth is dynasty. Um, every word out of my mouth is long term. You know, so I don't I don't know where some of the confusion is getting. The title of the video says dynasty. It's on the screen. It says dynasty. There's a big X in front of Christian McCaffrey. Why would we do that in redraft? Uh, Pollard finishes running back two this year. He's a smash, says uh, Love Stars. Look, Pollard's definitely in the mix in the conversation. Dynasty-wise, I don't know if I'm going to put him here because we've got him on a, a franchise tag and there's no long-term commitment from a team. And so he's got to escape the NFL or, or the, the 2023 NFL season unscathed to get his long-term deal to then get his security in Dynasty. So I think it's very important for Dynasty owners to look at situation on top of talent when they look at a dynasty running back like that. Tony Pollard doesn't have the security in place. A lot has to happen for him to then get that team security, that positional security, the situation security to be in these conversations. As much as I love Tony Pollard, he can't be in the top five running back dynasty conversation. He just can't because he doesn't have a team. He has a one-year contract where he's got to stay healthy or he doesn't have a starting job next year. That's the, the truth of the NFL. But in redraft, I absolutely think you could argue a top five finish for Tony Pollard. And that would lead to his contract, which would lead into his security, which would lead to his dynasty top five running back value. It's a, it, it takes a while to get there, but we can't be reckless. This Some might say this is reckless. I say it's logic. I say, hold on guys on the phone real quick. Don't speak. I'm going to play a little, a little equation here. Science tells you everything you need to know. But the continuum, the gigawatt component structure of Jameer Gibbs's workload divide has a megawatt offload that if you compartmentalize the component conjunction timekeeper and you flux capacitor out the continuum 
component megabolt, things just end up happening. And that's why Jameer Gibbs is a top 5 to 10 running back instead of top 6 to 10. This man, Jameer Gibbs, he looks better than Kamara looked coming out of college, more prepared to become Kamara. Schmidt, did you just say Gibbs was more prepared to become Kamara than Alvin Kamara was prepared to become Kamara? No! It's science. It's practically science. Uh, hold on one second, Adam. Let's go to the Isaac. The Isaac's on the line. What's up, pal? Who's your number three, Isaac? All right, man. Considering it's dynasty, I was debating between JT and Gibbs. You know, JT, he's 24. There's just some question marks. And I just got to go with youth. And I think you're right. I think he is like a the next Camara. And, and again, if you're just looking at dynasty... I'm taking the risk on Gibbs all day. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a, it's a no-brainer in many ways to me. And I get that that's not going to feel that way to other people. But Gibbs, to me, just encompasses everything you want in a dynasty running back. He's young. He's got the support of his team. He's got the PPR skill set. And, if you again, if you play a non-PPR, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Okay, at least playing point five. That's where at least everything is at least point five. Like I don't understand this. Convert your league. Get get a vote going already. And not to mention, like you still rank really high, but it's a, that's a whole different ball game. But in point five PPR, even this guy's got just a, a tremendous ceiling of catching. Eventually, 70, 80 receptions. He's going to get, in my opinion, in a very disappointing fashion, 50, 55 receptions as a rookie, especially with Jamison Williams out. Now, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe he starts off a little slow. That's obviously some risk involved. But when we're talking about dynasty, maybe I'm wrong a little bit year one. I don't think I will be. But if I was, I still don't have questions about the long-term value. And for anybody that thinks, oh, they didn't use DeAndre Swift. Why are they going to use Gibbs? Just because both of them are smaller running backs, what? why does everybody tie that to the player? Why does everybody call Gibbs Swift just because they didn't use Swift? Or Swift couldn't stay healthy, and Swift still got his story to tell in Philly, going behind one of the best offensive lines in football. Let's give Swift a, a little break, too. But Gibbs, what is Gibbs and Swift, what do they have to do with each other other than their smaller stature running backs? Did people complain about about Darren Sproles? Did people complain about Alvin Kamara? And, and you know, Alvin Kamara, he defied uh, uh, the odds, and a lot of people were against that. Yours truly had him ranked as a top five dynasty running back coming into his rookie year when he wasn't even the number one running back on his roster. There were people that said he's not going to be the running back one. He doesn't even have a path to the starting lineup because he wasn't even the running back one. But there is something special about Alvin Kamara, and I know he's you know a different player now to all of us, but Jameer Gibbs is electric. And he's going to add 5, 6, 7. It wouldn't surprise me if he added more weight. But let's call it 205, 206. That is plenty. That is plenty. Priest Holmes was 5'9". And I don't even know that he really was 5'9". Some say he was 5'7", 5'8". But Priest Holmes was listed. Back then, they were a little more laxed with the, the numbers. I think they, they like to have those numbers remain exaggerated because, I don't know, they felt like it sold tickets, you know, if the players were bigger than life. <laughs> and so now there's a, a exact, you know, exactness to it that if you list yourself as six foot and you come in and you're 5'10", 
you look kind of foolish for being listed five ten or six foot when you're five ten. I, I'd venture to say Priest Holmes was shorter than five nine. Priest Holmes was five nine. He was five nine. Yeah, he was bigger, but he was a different back. He was a between the tackles back. So that size difference doesn't matter to me. The height doesn't matter. The guy's tall enough. He's 199 pounds, about to play at 205, I think. He's going to hold up, not to mention the way he will be used. Finding seams and creases in the, in the, in the receiving lanes. Running the ball 10 to 14 times a game, not 25. You need Monty. I wouldn't want to re- I wouldn't want to remove Monty from the roster if you allowed me to do so. That's the funny part about Monty and people thinking Monty is stepping all over his upside. It's not the case. They need to run the ball between the tackles. He cannot do all that. The Lions are going to run the hell out of the football and this guy can't run 18 to 22 times a game. He's not that kind of player. Doesn't mean he's not a workhorse. He's a hybrid workhorse. He is a workhorse. Make no mistake about it. He's a volume workhorse just like Camara was a volume workhorse. Henry's a between-the-tackle workhorse. Kamara's a volume workhorse. This is a volume workhorse. Isaac, what else you got? Well, I mean, with Swift, like, we don't we don't really know what was going on there. It just wasn't a good fit. I mean, look, the reaction that they had at the draft was, like, the craziest, most exciting thing I've ever seen, which means, and they said to him immediately, you are going to be a huge weapon for us. Like, they had planned for him and how electric – knowing the how electric he is. And I think you're right. So it's going to go to the Eagles. He's going to have a better opportunity. He, I think he can repeat what Miles Sanders did. I, I mean, I would put Miles Sanders maybe a tad above Swift, or you can rotate them. But the Lions are just primed to, to have Jameer Gibbs. And again, in a dynasty, he's just going to be a baller. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, bro. Excited about it. Uh, Adam, any final thoughts on this topic? And I'm going to uh, let both of you gentlemen jump. Uh, Isaac, appreciate you, man. Call back if you have another question. Uh, Adam, final thoughts on this topic. You know, just one more thing about Giz that people haven't. The offense, the offensive line, he's got a really good offensive line. That's a young offensive line. So he's got some years. Obviously, he's not going to do all the running through the tackle that much. I think he'll do a lot more of the stuff. But just in general, I think he's just got he's in a better situation. There's so much more talent even around him, which makes it you can't even key on him. So, like I, I just don't, I don't see how anyone can argue it. Yeah, well, let him argue it. Let let's keep his value down. Tell all your friends, uh, Jameer Gibbs haters, please continue to to peddle that narrative. We we are counting on you. We are counting on you. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate you. Call back if you have another question, bro. We'll do, bro. Later. Talk to you later. Uh, unbelievable, the doubt. And I love it. I love the doubt. I love every minute of it. Rock out says he's got Hall and Gibbs on his dynasty team. Well, you've got two top three dynasty players. I expect to get a lot of pushback in the comments. Not as much in the live stream. There are some uh, pushback comments in the live stream. And I get that. I'm not mad at it. As long as people are respectful. respectful. I don't care if people disagree. That's what I'm saying. But uh, I think uh, I think in the comments when people aren't live, when they, they come strolling by the channel for the first time, they don't read that it's Dynasty or they do read it's Dynasty and they just love Christian McCaffrey because they're a Niner fan or they're, uh, you know, they're a, a Barkley believer and truther 
or it's you know usually some running back too that's like way out there like you know Jacobs how do you not like Jacobs you know there'll be some negative talk in the comments and that's fine and we hope that continues to perpetuate this uh this story that Gibbs is too small that he's got you know Monty in the way and Monty's getting paid too much okay you play that game I'll play the well Gibbs is 12 overall like you, you could you could go back and forth and that's fine and I expect it but the, these are my top three dynasty running backs in fantasy football 2023 and beyond and I, I'm not apologetic what one single bit for it at all Smitty what's your thoughts on these running back rankings in 2023 redraft so you know McCaffrey does need to be in the top three or four conversation for sure top one and two really Bijan's still my number one, but I would obviously trade down and take him as the second or third RB. I wouldn't push it because I want to be safe. I know people are kind of crafty on him. Some people are uh, more than others, but I'd say the nine times out of 10, you'll get him as RB2. And so I'll trade down from the the spot that feels Christian McCaffrey designed and get Bijan if I can. And if I can't, I'll, I'll take McCaffrey one out of every four drafts that I do. And I'll take Bijan three out of every four. And I'm willing to put all my eggs in one basket, so to speak, in a lot of ways in this prediction. And if if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Rookies get hurt. Players get hurt. Running backs get hurt. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk, but I do feel like the uh, the signs are there that Bijan can be and will be the number one running back in redraft 2023 and, of course, dynasty. My my thoughts on Brees Hall, could he have a slow start out the gate? He could. We don't really know 100% what his status is right now. We have heard that he's ahead of schedule. We heard that he's crushing his schedule, actually. And that's why he's different than Javante. Not to mention Javante suffered an LCL tear. He suffered a, 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 the ACL tear, of course. He's had two different ligament injuries in his knee. And he's kind of thought to be pushing it to be ready for camp. There's been a lot of recent talk about how Sean Payton said he was going to be ready for camp and, and everything looked good. In the same conversation, though. Those people that are hopeful of that are cherry-picking at the conversation because he also said in the same conversation they're hopeful he's not a PUP guy. Like, it was, if you would have heard just that part, you would have heard negativity. If you would have heard the other part only, you would have heard positivity. And if you heard it all together, you're confused. because. And then on top of that, Sean Payton said, we're going to remain tight-lipped about things, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that. So you, he just told you he's not really going to tell you. So we don't know what's going on with Javante. We have to err on the side of caution. With Brees Hall, we've heard nothing but good things. If we heard he was behind schedule, suffered a setback, then we would adjust and adapt. But for right now in redraft, he is in my top five running backs. Is he two? No, because two's factoring in that he's going to get healthier and healthier every day. Uh, Brees Hall should be a second round pick in redraft. He's not top number two. Gibbs should be a Fourth round redraft player. This is not a license to go out and take this guy in your best ball drafts in the second round. It will get to that point. I'm pretty confident that Gibbs's ADP in August will live at 18 to 25. I don't think it'll be at 4.1 like it is right now. People are scared of him. Why? I don't know and I really don't care. I guess we want to know so that we know what we're dealing with and how to manipulate people out of trading him. Uh, too, too many peanut butter names. Thank you for becoming a member. Appreciate you. Um, Bud Smoker renewing his. Appreciate you, Bud Smoker, for becoming a member. I think we got some renewals coming in, so I might mute this for a second so we don't have them all coming in. I'll tell you what. The moment uh, that we get those renewals popping in 
from uh, that one uh, pal dropping the 50 wad. We're going to have to mute that one because that's going to be 50 ru running through, 50, 50 renewals running through. Larry Brown is a good running back. Oh, I'm reading some of these comments here. Uh, I like Khalil Herbert. I don't want that. I don't know Ro Roshan. Yeah, Roshan's interesting. Uh, I, I like Khalil Herbert still, but Roshan is definitely a problem for, for Khalil Herbert believers. Uh, Brandon with the super chat, $5 hauler redraft. Trade my sixth overall pick and a fifth rounder for the third overall and a ninth rounder. Really set on Chase, Bijan, or hold. So trade your sixth overall pick and fifth rounder for third overall pick and ninth rounder. So fifth and fifth to ninth is a big drop. I guess my question would be, does Bijan even have a shot at falling to your number six overall? I assume it's one QB or you'd be taking quarterback, obviously. If you're if it's one or if it's two QB, I'm sorry. If it's two QB or, or super flex, you'd be taking quarterback. Um and if it was two QB or super flex, I'd do this deal in a heartbeat to get that quarterback. But um since it's redraft. I'd rather have Bijan Robinson at six, but you know your league. If he's your league smart enough to be grabbing Bijan that high, I feel like if you could get him six overall, why give up that fifth round to ninth round drop? Fifth round is a good player. What if that's Drake London, bro? What if that? What if Joe Burrow falls to that territory? And it just depends. I mean, he could go third round or fifth round. It really is wide open, depending on your population of people you're drafting with. That could be a that could be a London. That could be a. I'm not saying to take Swift that high because he falls into the sixth round, but that's like a Swift and Bijan for Jamar Chase if, let's say, Bijan falls to six and you're kicking yourself. You take Jamar Chase and you love him, okay? But then you see Bijan fall to six and you realize it could add Swift and I could add London and Bijan. So I don't know that I make that move. It'd be dependent on who's going to be there. If it's Tyreek Hill, i probably trade down for a second and a third rounder give up that first round pick and try and kick back like a seventh rounder and get somebody rake someone over the coals for the second and third round selections because Tyreek Hill I don't want that Barkley you know I like Barkley but I don't want that I I'd rather have two players I'd rather have a a, a Lave and a third round player like Brees Hall in redraft than have just Tyreek Hill trading down is is the easiest thing to do Bro got him. Uh, you can't disrespect Ramondre in this chat. I don't know who's disrespecting Najee or Ramondre in this chat, but knock it off. Guy's a beast. Pacheco plays uh, for Kansas City. He won't get enough volume. We don't know for sure on that, Trey Trey. Um, but I would say that there is a track record for believing in a running back situation in KC and then having it not come to fruition. So... I like Gibbs. Is there a concern about Gibbs's TD potential? No, there's not, Gene. Um, for all the reasons we've already explained, the guy doesn't need to get between the tackles work to the degree everybody's expecting that he needs to have. He needs 12 to 14 carries. The guy breaks uh, breaks off a touchdown run with an open seam. The, he might be the most electric breakaway runner in the league immediately, meaning that he's going to have four or five you know, ripping off four or five long touchdowns. He's going to catch two or three touchdowns. And then he will get in between the 20s. He he will he will get a, a three or four. Like, he's a 12 to 14 potential touchdown guy. 
with the threat of Monty getting seven or eight of them on the ground. Uh, Vampy in the building. Appreciate you, Vampy. Appreciate you being here. Uh, phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Darlin, Darlin, Darlin. How low Pacheco's price don't need to be included in this list. True. How low is Pacheco's price? Yeah, Pacheco can't be on this list. Like, if anybody thinks Pacheco's inside the the conversation of a top five dynasty running back, they're they're I don't know what they're looking at because there's no track record for that in this situation. Is he a sleeper running back? Yeah, but he's going in the sixth round for a reason because no one knows what to expect, and you have to have McKinnon cuffed to him. You have to. It's an absolute must. You can't draft just Pacheco. McKinnon's practically free. So if you miss out on getting McKinnon cuffed to him, take a big fat lap. Take a big fat lap because it was easy to do. Uh, D-Town, appreciate you being here, my boy D-Town. He's been here for, for the long haul. Um, last two seasons, KC got the biggest, fastest running backs with Pacheco. And, uh, look, Pacheco, they went through three running backs before they got to Pacheco. Clyde Edwards-Alaire started off really good, and then they moved on. McKinnon was a top five running back. During his short reign. And it wasn't a one game reign. It was a handful of games. It was like a month long. He was number one or two overall. For a string of games. McKinnon was an absolute monster. Absolute monster. Just an absolute gem. And then they moved on. So we don't know. Do you review the 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 slow draft teams or no? No because we do so many of those. Um, but we'll we'll certainly have a leaderboard, I think, weekly or bi-weekly. So we will be reviewing who's the highest scorer of the Garrett Wilson drafts. We will have an actual list, which is exciting, that I think once a week or every couple weeks, I will put up a, a ranking to show who's scoring the most points out of all the Garrett Wilson drafts, who is on pace to be the Garrett Wilson jersey leader. So we will have that. So that will be exciting. Aloha. Aloha has the highest super chat of the year of a 300 wad. And Aloha has his own emoji until somebody knocks him off and takes the emoji for themselves. So Aloha to, to the, the moon. moon for being the highest super chatter of the year. Smitty, can you take uh let's see here, hold on. Smitty, can you take the face of the guy who can't even average four yards a carry off? So we can put Mondre on. Um, Mondre is in Dynasty, not in this conversation yet. I I think I think he's a he he's around six to ten, but I don't think Ramondre can be in the top three Dynasty running back conversation. The 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 offense is in. It, it, it's just a tough sell. Could he be? Could it be a, a like a win a league? Could he be a win a league player in the third and fourth round? Absolutely. I mean, I've seen him fall to four point one. Ramondre is your third or fourth drafted player is a steal, but that doesn't mean he's a top three dynasty running back. There's a lot that goes into that. I just don't think you can have that conversation. I'm not even saying Najee's really in my 
conversation either, but I think he's a sleeper, but him and Ramondre are going about the same territory. Ethan, you're live. Maybe, uh, so if I get, like, in a 2QB league, let's say I, some good first two picks, like Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, but then the third round, I know you don't like to draft high position. If Ramondre's not there, uh, and, and maybe not even ETN, do I just sit and hope Gibbs is there in the fourth? This is redraft, obviously. Um, yes, I've taken like I don't want to condone taking Gibbs in the in the third on the regular, but like if if it makes sense for who's going to be there in the the fourth round, then it's okay. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to end up getting like Watson and Gibbs by going Gibbs in round three, instead of missing out on Gibbs and he gets sniped, and then who would you take in round three if you weren't going to go? Give me the scenario one more time. Oh. If like so, let's say all of a sudden I go quarterback, really great receiver, mm-hmm. and then it's like uh, I want a Ramondre, and then maybe Etn, and because Najee, I'm, eh, yeah. you, you know, Me there's too. some guys in there I'm, Me I don't too. know about. So. Me too, and I, and I, and I'll you know I'll take Najee, I'll even take Najee off this list because I I don't think Najee is in the conversation of top three dynasty running backs. I put him on there because the volume's there for it, but I don't know that I don't know that I could I could rank him in that. I could say he's a surprise six to ten potential, like almost league winning potential, but he's got league losing potential too. He's got it. He's got that risk, unfortunately. Um, in dynasty, bro, it's super flex. You said. Uh, yeah, two QB league. Yeah, two so QB if you go, redraft. yeah, if you if you got a top five or six pick and you or top seven even, and you get that quarterback, you know, even if you're going Lamar or or uh, or you know the law dog Trevor Lawrence, I'm not taking like Watson and those guys. I'd rather go late quarterback shopping and beef up if I don't get one of the top three or four guys. So I I would say. I would say I'm not scared off from going wide receiver, wide receiver after the quarterbacks. But Gibbs probably falls to round four in a redraft super flex because he almost falls to round four like clockwork in in a, in a redraft one QB. So in a super flex, he should be there. But just kind of watch it, watch out for it, though. You know, look at the ADP rank. You're, what are you drafting on? Like a, an app you're not drafting in person, right? It'll be the ESPN app. Yeah. So the, uh, the, you know, with with the family and stuff. So look ahead. You know, if it's a family, Gibbs has fallen. Your family doesn't know about Gibbs, bro. They don't. They don't see. They, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. He hasn't played football yet. That's fa- your family think is thinking that way. You know that, but. But maybe there's some shark. They're getting better, man. They're getting better. Okay. The grandmas are getting better. The grandmas are getting better. But but in a super flex, most likely Gibbs will fall. But you have the control of knowing that because your suggested rank will almost certainly guide the family members. Okay. Maybe they're doing better at picking from that list, but they're picking from that list. There's no way on average they're going down and they're grabbing a guy like uh, uh, Gibbs over, you know, a handful of players that none of us would consider. So you'll probably get them, but just look at the suggested rank. If the suggested rank is cutting it close, like Gibbs would go right when your pick is, you might have to go the round earlier. So just be careful with it. 
Because if they don't, I might do that Walker Charbonnet thing. I love if that I don't too, like bro. The third round running back. I, I love might. that. But then I'm going to be stressed about Charbonnet the whole draft. About the lurkers going, I'm going to pick his backup. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I hear so, you, bro. I hear you. I love. I love having. So I love having both those guys. Did I ask you about one other scenario that kind of challenges your never draft by position thing? Yeah. Um, When there was a draft, a mock I did uh, just on the simulator where it was like a Bijan and then it was uh, like Kelsey or something. Or let's just say it was a receiver like Cup or something. And then you come around to the third and it's like, ooh, Alave. Well, now we're looking at in a 2QB league – you're looking at Deshaun Watson or Geno Smith. That's that's the stuff you don't like. I don't like it either. So what do you think about that? Or do you, do you just say, hey, I'm going to keep wait even longer to the Derek Cars or something? Or So how does that challenge my don't, dra- don't draft a position? Because all of a sudden it's like uh, I didn't draft the quarterback in a 2QB league when you need a quarterback. And here I am looking at Deshaun Watson, even though I've got these killer position players. Well, you see what I, I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I, Deshaun Watson is going to go like in the second round. If he was defaulted in, to the, in the grandma league for a two QB league, probably, think? probably. If he because he's going like at 12, 13, 14, 15. But if he does fall in your grandma league, you might have a bigger problem of running backs dropping anyway. Because if Deshaun Watson's in the third round, is this a 12 team or a 10? You're starting to make me well, think it's a ten. I I don't know. Watson in a super flex it almost never falls to round three ever. I, so I if think he, I'm going to have to get off this simulator or something because maybe it's not putting enough emphasis on the QB. I don't yeah, know. it probably you're probably drafting in a one QB simulator or, or, or as half half halfway mm-hmm. doing. I don't understand why you. Yeah, but if it's let's say two, it's, it's let, a two QB simulator, but it doesn't put a high emphasis on the QB always it does a little bit you know, yeah like yeah they, I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't go off that bro I'm telling you I'm telling you right now if Watson's there around three that's great that, that's fine I'm fine with you changing directions but that doesn't challenge my drafting a player position because if Watson's available in round three that means that you're gonna have uh that means you're gonna have um you know uh, love and Anthony Richardson or Aaron Rodgers and Love to, together, you'll have those guys a lot later if, if if Watson's falling to round three. So just monitor the players. Like if you see if you see the QB shrinking and you're on the clock, it's not challenging my approach of best player available because what you gotta understand about best player available, Ethan, is that best player available is what's the best player available for you and your team at that moment. So it doesn't challenge it. Yeah. It just makes quarterback the best player available to you at that moment in time. Because best player available isn't the highest ranked non-quarterback. Best player available is you're on the clock. Who is the player that has the most bang for the buck at this draft selection? Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying. Even if it's Sam Howell at the end, but you got all these killer position players. Well, then you gotta you gotta take the QB. Yeah, you gotta. Well, the trigger eventually. Well, not not if those killer positional players, you know, like you, yeah. If you put yourself in a box where there's no quarterbacks left, and you're gonna get absolutely screwed, yeah. Then you then you just you misjudged everything. 
and I think you know that, yeah. there's a balance to it for sure in Superflex. But all I'm saying is that a lot of people say, think that best player available doesn't consider your team needs. It does because best player available for okay. you, not best player available just on a ranking. It's hey, who has the most bang for the buck here? And best player available, Gibbs in round three might not be best player available, even though he's my favorite player available at that moment because he he's going to slide you know a lot further and you can wait on it. Yeah. Okay. So just like even if you got three killer receivers and you got to all of a sudden say, you know what, I need to take a J.K. Dobbins in a PPR league. Well, he could he could become best player available. Yeah. Yeah. Best player available. Just, yeah, like, okay. The simplest way to define best player available. And some people think I just mean draft off the ADP rank. Who's the top guy ranked? <laughs> it's like, no. The no, best yeah. the best way to define best player available is ask your it's so simple, bro, but guess what? You're gonna you're gonna struggle to do it. Why? Because everybody struggles to stay disciplined. It's so easy. It's like giving somebody marital advice, and then you go out and you screw up your own marriage. Like it's it's hard yeah. to walk the the walk. You can talk the talk, you can give great advice, but can you follow your own advice? It's this simple. When you're drafting, remember this one thing. That's all you got to remember, and you, you'll be best player available ready. Who has the most bang for the buck, you know, and, and, and has the highest ceiling? And, and, and sometimes a guy has a high ceiling, but horrible risk, so you got you to weigh that in too. But who is the high, who can, who can have the most exploding, climbing return on investment at this draft selection? And, and to me, Deshaun Watson at 13 overall isn't that player. To me, it's Jamar Chase or JJ or someone like that. And then when you're on the on the clock, yeah. let's let's say you're on the clock at 4.1 and Christian Watson's there. You have Christian Watson, you have DeAndre Hopkins, you have uh you have players like JSN and all those players. To me, Watson has the highest ceiling value. The ability to climb into top twelve to fourteen overall value, so he has the clearly has the most value. He's the best pick available and can be the. I want every one of my picks to look like they could be two round climbers, like at the end of it all. That's 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 the only thing you got to keep in mind when you're making a selection. Does this guy have more ability to climb up like multiple rounds than this guy? Am I taking somebody that's slotted perfectly? He's not going to do better than that. Has a good floor, but he's not going to do better than that. I'm drafting a guy right where... That's why I don't like Tyreek Hill at 6 or 7 versus trading down. Because like Tyreek Hill is going to yeah. be 5, 6, or 7, and that's it. I'm not saying that's a bad pick, but if I can trade Tyreek Hill down to get a second and third round pick, and you can give me, just for, for shits and giggles, if you could give me a third and fourth round pick, you could give me Deshaun Watson and Drake London for Tyreek Hill. Deshaun Watson, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson, Christian Watson and Drake London. Christian Watson's what? A fourth rounder? Let's call him a third rounder. Let's say he's a reach. Right now, you take him in the third round. Drake London's a fourth round. You give me a third and a fourth round for Tyreek Hill, I'm killing that deal. I'm crushing it. And that's a third and fourth rounder. So technically speaking, the third and fourth rounder are better than anybody not named Bijan, Jamar Chase, some would say Christian McCaffrey, some would say, um, you know, obviously Jefferson. But, like, outside of the big four, I'd rather have the third and fourth rounder than number five overall, number six overall, if it's not Bijan. Yeah. You know, so... so uh, With Christian Watson, I went and looked up um, your moon men. I had George Pickens last year, and I wasn't feeling good about him. But then I went and looked at his 40 time, 
and he's a 4-4. Watson's a 4-2-8, so he gets those reverses all the time. And then I looked up uh, Claypool. I thought he was faster. He's, he was only a 4-4-5. And uh, Pickens, he's, he's going to get all those reverse, uh, all those reverses in, um, in Pittsburgh. So I guess now I am starting to come around on Pickens again. Maybe he, maybe he could be a pretty good moon man. So, uh, uh, you know, Watson, I mean, the guy can take reverses. The, the angle of pursuit is gone with him. It's just... You know, it's see you later. So yeah. as long as he stays healthy, it's the it's baked in, as you say. Yeah, it, it, that's all it is. Is finding the baked in value, man. Finding the baked in value. Uh, if you tell me, like, if my answer could be, could Christian Watson outscore every second round wide receiver besides Alave and Garrett Wilson, who are arguably top twelve players to me, but quietly, I'm not taking Alave that high. I'm just telling you. Cody outscore every other wide receiver from Alave and Garrett Wilson down to where Watson's ranked. The answer is yes. He could be that neck. He could be the next high. He could be a top six wide receiver in fantasy. I'm not saying he will be. I'm saying he could be. So when Watson's available in the fourth round, it's a smash. Drake London's got a little lesser situation, maybe, and he's going around four or five. Could he be a top three round guy? Absolutely. So there's a two round climber. You know, could Charbonnet in the eighth round be a top 10 running back? Yeah, he's a smash in the eighth or ninth round. Could Swift in the sixth round be a top 5 to 10 running back? Absolutely. Could he bust on you? Sure. That's why he's a sixth rounder. Um, Could uh, Najee, back to Najee, let's swing back in a positive direction for Najee. I know Ron's in here. I know he's, he's saying Najee over Gibbs. This is Dynasty. I don't know if Ron knows that. Najee's going to be turning 26 years old and, in, in, uh, in, you know, obviously just turned 25. But, I mean, next year, walking into March, just coming, like, right out of the Super Bowl, he'll be turning 26. So, he's a lot older than, than some of these other guys. Um, but from a redraft perspective, could Ramondre Stevenson and Najee Harris crushed their third to fourth round value. We'll call Najee a 4.1. We'll call Stevenson a 3.7. Could they crush those values and win you a league? Yes. Najee Harris from round four can win you a league in 2023. Just because he's not in my top three, not even near my top three dynasty running backs, doesn't mean Najee Harris for one to two years isn't a guy that can absolutely win you a league. He is more risky than most guys in that territory, though, in that bucket, because he could absolutely lose you a league, too. His efficiency, which I think you could blame on the injury, but the numbers are very, very bad in terms of the efficiency, the yards per carry, um, not, you know, the amount of carries he has and, not, and having his longest run being like the 30-something yard range is a horrible stat, but you know, at what point do we, do we, we got to consider why that happened. A lot crumbled for him. Uh, his Liz Frank injury was, was, you know, had to have hampered him. Uh, he needs volume for sure, but he'll probably get it. So at fourth round value, why not? Why not? Why, why can't he be a league winner? Why can't Ramondre Stevenson be a league winner in redraft in the third round? They can Dynasty wise, Ramondre and, and, Steve, and uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Najee are too big of concerns for the long term. There's too many things that worry me: age, 
a lot of different things, inefficiency, you know, history, which I think can be broken. But, you know, redraft's different than Dynasty. Redraft Najee Harris is very different than Dynasty Najee Harris. Redraft Ramondre is very different than Redraft Dynasty. Redraft Christian McCaffrey is night and day different than re- than Dynasty Christian McCaffrey. It's weird to me that a lot of people... Uh, yeah, your emoji changed. Um, I, I changed the 12 months and later guys get the, the new headphone emoji if you're a YouTube exclusive member for 12 plus months. So appreciate you, Vampy. Um, if, if you think... Christian McCaffrey's playing for two to three more years at an elite level. I've got a I've got a bridge to sell you. Like there's no way Christian Christian McCaffrey, majority of fantasy football wrote him off before last year began. Like to ever being consistent and staying healthy for a full season ever again. And now all of a sudden San Francisco those? fixed his injury prone like tendencies. Like he takes care of his body better than anybody. He's a top three dynasty, or sorry, a top three redraft pick. I get it. I'm definitely drafting him in redraft when Bijan's gone. And like I said, one out of every four or five best ball drafts, I'll take Christian McCaffrey to mix it up a little bit. But I don't mind putting a lot of my eggs in one basket with Bijan this year and just saying let it ride. I don't care. Uh, but but in dynasty, it's not even close. He's not anywhere near the top three running backs. He's not. He's not. His mileage is through the roof. He's a older player that has had mileage through the roof that plays on a team that constantly injures their players through scheme and a whole lot of other reasons abuse and scheme and people can say it's dumb luck and just bad luck it's not it's not this offense there's a reason the quarterbacks are getting hurt they have a very unique system that has that has uh uh you know linebackers covered by uh, all kinds of different rotating pulling posi- you know situations and positions that put that put blocking and protecting the quarterback as a you know in a, a spot of vulnerability. So, go ahead. I'm sorry, Ethan. Uh, do you remember those first two weeks? Elijah Mitchell was healthy with McCaffrey. Twitter was going crazy. 49ers are kicking butt. Elijah Mitchell's killing it between the tackles. They're just sparingly using uh, McCaffrey, who's still good. But it's like if Mitchell's healthy. He turns into 20-point Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you looked at when he left Carolina, their running game improved. Obviously, I'm not saying Deonta Foreman's better than Christian McCaffrey. I'm saying the guy is good, but he's not as good as some of these traditional running backs anymore between the tackles. And he's, he's a guy I had as a first pick four years ago when he was younger, and I won a league. You know, it's like... You have to factor in age and, you know, just a little bit of, you know, the downfall. Yeah, the downfall is coming. It's just a matter of is it is it this year or is it next year? Um, and he could even finish this year on a terror. He's 26 years old. He's turning 27 here on July 7. So he'll be 27 entering the season. Um, he'll be 27 entering the season. Which is crazy, like when we go back to Najee, um, people don't realize how old Najee is. When we talk Dynasty, that's why it's, you know, Najee Harris is one year younger than Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yikes. Yeah, Najee Harris is 25. He's 25. Christian McCaffrey's 26. So that's why there's that factor to it, you know. And that's that, that doesn't tell every story or every angle of this. And And I had Najee on here out of respect for volume and the fact that he's still getting going. 
but I I don't think he's in my he's not in my conversation at all for the top three dynasty running backs. He he could be one of those guys that we we pluck from the third or fourth round and say, could this be the t- uh, top three running back in redraft twenty twenty three? Absolutely. So like for for Ron or people that are super high on Najee that take great offense to me not having Najee in my conversation right here uh, of dynasty running backs and neither is Christian McCaffrey. That's why he's got a big X. I haven't taken him off screen because. He's such a prominent player in this discussion that I wanted everyone to continuously see no, you know, no Christian McCaffrey. But the fact that Christian McCaffrey is one year older than Najee Harris, that's crazy. Let me let me just confirm that to make sure. Hold on. McCaffrey's 26, Najee's 25, yeah. I mean, there's a there's like a three month, you know, they're about three months. Oh, let's see here. Najee. Yeah, McCaffrey's going to turn 27, and Najee... Okay, actually, they're they're one year apart in number, but it's more than a year. Yeah, because Najee's birthday's in that. So, they'll be two, they'll be two years apart here soon, but but it's crazy to see 25 and McCaffrey 26. But yeah, they're, it's, they're, their birthdays are, are a little ways apart, so it's more like... Uh, it's less than two years, but, but anyway... For your dynasty running back, it's hard to, to fathom that. But anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, controversial, I know. I know some people are going to be like, this is crazy, Gibbs number three, but get on board. Get on board, get ready. It's happening. You can you can watch it from afar if you want. Get your popcorn ready. But Jameer Gibbs is going to take the league by storm. Changing of the guard is here. Bijan's here. Gibbs is here. Brees Hall's here. The Moon Men are here. The Moon Men. Um, and, outer space. and you know, when you look at the moon man and you see guys like Hall, guys like Bijan, guys like Gibbs on space it, Moses. guys like Pollard, guys like Walker with Charbonnet, this is an amazing list. This feels like a really good list. I know that the Walker and Charbonnet predictions got kicked right in the nuts, but it's a, it's a new value and we got to look at it differently just moving forward. We can't look at it like we used to look at it. It's, it's a different perspective. Hold on one second, Ethan. I got a couple of super chats. I got to get out of the way real quickly. Um, sorry for, for the delay on this super chat. Who is this? Christian Silva. Silva in the building. Silva, appreciate you, buddy boy. You're my guy, dude. Appreciate you. Uh, Yusuf, are you still here, Yusuf? I'm sorry about the delay on the super chat. Let me see if I've got any others that popped in. Yusuf, thank you, my guy. Brandon, appreciate your super chat earlier. And uh, this this one from Yusuf. Yusuf said, Smitty, do you have a top seven redraft running backs 2023 in order? Redraft. I mean, I do on thefantasyfootballshow.com. That's what that content site's all about. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. The forums are back on thefantasyfootballshow.com, by the way. Uh, but do I have a top seven running back? Um, if I had to just spitball it for you, bro, and just toss out a 2023, um, you know, can't give out all the secrets to everybody, my guy, on the content. But I, I would say, like, Bijan McCaffrey... Uh, and then it's just a, a in redraft. It's a big combination of Hall, Taylor, Barkley, Gibbs, Eckler, Etn, Walker. Like you literally, Pollard. You could literally argue any one of those guys is in that three, four, five, six, seven range. If I had to pick one, it's more about cost of entry than it is anything else. It's more about I because I think Gibbs could be in the top five in redraft. I'd rather just draft him later and go wide receiver early. So. Yusuf, I don't really like to just give my number, my top seven running backs like that without giving the context. I'd rather go get those later ranked guys. 
I'd rather get Walker in round four or five now, cuff him to Charbonnet instead of going running back in round two because Alave's in round two. Um, Alave in Grandma Leagues falls to the top of three still. Watson's going around 4.1 still. Christian Watson. London's going between four and five. Um, those are awesome wide receivers. I'd much rather have Garrett Wilson. Like in a grandma league, uh, there's a guy the other day that, that drafted because he drafted on ESPN and the rankings are so bad. The guy drafted Bijan, Garrett Wilson in round two. Bijan in round one. He reached on Bijan because he, he wanted to have Bijan. Garrett Wilson fell to round two, which happens a lot. How far is tough to know. And Alave. He got Garrett Wilson and Alave in two and three. Got Bijan in one. And then that's when you have the ability to go get those Walker Charbonnets, the Walker Charbonnet Swift, the Najee Harris round four and Swift round six, the Walker round five, Charbonnet round eight, nine. And and if you want to throw Najee back in, in in the round four, Stevenson in three, you know, all those, those, I just love the later running backs. So that's why I, it's, this is a tough question to answer without misguiding you. You know what I mean? Uh, would you trade Diggs for Alave? In Dynasty, I'd take Alave in a heartbeat. In, redra- in redraft, Diggs has more value, but if I can trade the two out, swap them out and get something, I'm going to do it because I quietly like Alave. But you can't you can't, you know, expect that. Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't like C-Mac or Najee now because they're too old, uh, says Isaac. Love it. Love the, uh, the 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 sly humor there, my guy, my guy Isaac. Appreciate Isaac. Isaac's the man. Um, take the bet, Swaggy. I'm giving you a chance to get even. Um, but doesn't a Swaggy already owe you, Ron? Like, why why would you bet him again? <laughs> no offense, Swaggy, but didn't you lose a bet to Ron? Uh, <laughs> didn't you already lose a, a big bet to Ron? Uh, then Ron's been chasing it down. Smitty, please send AD to the moon. Um, Anthony Davis, we need a W tonight, says Vampy. You're talking about Anthony Davis, right? Talking about AR-15. He's looking good. I know a lot of people are making fun of it because he's in shorts. Like, he's looking good in shorts. Oh, great. But look, you know, when when a rookie comes out and you're not hearing negativity, like, oh, he kind of looks lost, you know, with the schemes and things that they're talking to him about, or just even throw into his receivers and he, he doesn't look crisp or whatever, there's a lot of things that could be negative. So Anthony Davis looking positive is not a bad thing. Uh, 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 Bryce Young looking positive is not a bad thing. Moonshot, Moonshot, Vampy, appreciate my boy Vampy, Vampy's the man. Mason, oh, says Smitty, send uh, the Joker to the moon, we need a win tonight. Uh, Mason. To the moon. There you go, Mason, that one's for you. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a LeBron, or yeah, I'm I'm a LeBron guy right now. I'm giving a chance to get even, okay. Joker to the moon. We need an Anthony Richardson show, says Love Stars. We might we might get one. You might get a breaking news show on that. Uh, Sean Tucker, running back potential. I like him. He's he, He's got to make sure he's going to stay healthy and everything that they've cleared him on is not going to come back. And we're not you know waiting for any further testing or whatever to go on. It sucks that he fell. His his fall was bad, but he's a real exciting kid. I love, I love uh, Sean Tucker a lot. Got Fields. Fields is a monster. Send me to the moon. I need a W. For the Garrett Wilson in Jersey. To the moon, Aloha. Drop an Aloha emoji. Uh, He's got his own emoji right here. Aloha is the only uh, person that isn't like, you know, one of the the 
biggest super chatters of all time ballers that have acquired their emojis over the course of of time. We've had Denny in the building. Denny, why don't you call in? Denny, the phone line's open for you, pal. I hung up on Denny the other day, and I think he took it personally. But, Denny, you can never take that personally. That's part of the show. You are part of the show, Denny. $20 hauler from Denny. Denny, I commend you. And this show, Denny, we will not hang up on you because you dropped a wad in your Smitty approach. As I was saying, though, that uh, Aloha is the biggest super chatter of the year. This will be an evolving, revolving emoji for whoever holds the biggest super chat of the year. And uh, Aloha has it for for 300 bills. So that's his right now. Drop an Aloha emoji. Um, Swaggy. Ron Navy says, I say Najee ends up top five running back this year. Swaggy, you say he won't. Um... And Ron's trying to get him out of his bet that he owes him. Please call in, Denny, says Vamp. Ethan, I'm sorry. I forgot you were there, bro. You got anything else you want to add? Denny, thank you. Oh, Smitty, the other day when I uh, manipulated you into the um, uh, Taysom Hill pick, it got me thinking... Manipulating. I'm really liking it. If I don't take Kelsey for the first time in years, I'm going to take Kincaid and Taysom Hill because I just love it. Like the way you said when people complain about it, mm-hmm. I had Taysom Hill and Kelsey the one year where Hill got started QB as a tight end. I started three QBs, and I was saying to my cousin, how you like my new all-fans? See this here championship ring? <laughs> So, yeah, I love when I just love talking smack. I, I I love the wild card players, and you never know they could turn it. They could just turn Taysom Hill into a Jamal Williams, and we're going to have people complaining. He keeps getting two yard touchdowns. So I I, I think that's what, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do. King, I think you said you had to get in Superflex Kincaid in the tenth. Is what it was. Well, I mean, I'm sure he climbs soon, but yeah, I mean that's a good value right now. It's tough to know. But Kincaid, Kincaid um, Taysom Hill, but get maybe one more. It sucks to hold three tight ends. If you have huge rosters, you can do that. Taysom Hill, you could hold them until you need to cut them loose. But like Jelani Woods is also a good little tight end. I think is going to climb ranks really quickly. Once Anthony Davis drops back and throws a, a monster up to that tree of a, a tree trunk of a man, six foot seven, Jelani Woods and. He just grabs the ball, and people realize how big he is, and this combination might be very, very nice near the end zone. He's somebody to keep an eye on. Taysom Hill, as much as I've loved him in the past and as much as I've said, hey, this is a guy that's going to win you, a, a, maybe not a league, but get you in the, in the, into the playoffs because people don't see him coming, and he absolutely did that. We don't really know what his role is going to be fully, so now that Carr's there and the need for him is a little different, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens to him. Does he go back to tight end? Will the apps even respect that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's his position eligibility right now on the draft app that you're talking about? Can you look? I'd love to know if they're still classifying him as a, t- a quarterback. I would love to know if they're even going to touch putting him back at tight end because they're so petrified. They're a petrified Peter. And then you got to look at that. If he's a tight end and, and he is an underdog, then that's a great pick. Underdog's fantastic because you if if he goes 
And that's Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. We're drafting tonight. Link is pinned in the live chat. You want to be involved in that, click that link now. Sign up. $10 minimum. They'll double everything up to $100 in your first deposit. If you draft them an underdog, they're not changing it on you. It is what it is. You know, that that year, we didn't do underdog that year because it wasn't when in Arizona yet, so I wasn't pushing it hardcore. I think I was pushing it, but I, I wasn't drafting myself. Um God, I can't. I, I remember the days when I couldn't get involved in DFS and an underdog and all that. God, I'm so glad Arizona opened up. But but uh, that was a cleanup Smitty, move. I got to feed. I can't afford ten dollars. I got five kids to feed. That's that's uh that's from Total Recall. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I only got one kid. <laughs> yeah, you lied, just like the guy in Total Recall. Yeah, uh, they'll match up to ten dollars. Or $100. So if you deposit 50 they'll give you $50. Um, Pal Derby in the house. Pal Derby, everybody. Legend. Guy dropped 50 uh, gifted memberships last night. Pal Derby to the moon. Appreciate you. Was that last night? My days run together. All right, Ethan. Appreciate you calling in, pal. Thanks a lot. Later. Denny, where are you? Denny, dial in. Denny. Oh, Denny. Oh, oh, Denny. Oh, Denny, call in, Denny. Denny, you're getting the signal, the bat signal. You're being summoned, Denny. Ron Navy, you're live. As oh, Denny, oh, Denny, where is my friend, Denny? Denny, it's Ron Navy, where are you? Denny, call in, Denny. <laughs> What's up, Ron? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to give Swaggy a chance to get even from last year, so. So what Swaggy even say when when you say, hey, Swaggy, you owe me? Does Swag- Swaggy just du- ducking him? No, he's like he gave me. He 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 said, "Yeah, he knew. Okay, he knows." <laughs> what did you guys? What did you guys? What was the bet last year? Well, it was a it was a substantial bet, since, and that's why I'm going to give him a chance to get even. So, it what? was um, if if I win, um, I'd get uh, he he'd pay an entry into the FFPC main event this year. And what was the bet? That uh, Alave better than Sutton. Oh, he was a big supporter last year. Oh, got smoked on that. Hold on, hold on. here's Denny. Denny, Denny, Smitty, Denny. There Smitty. you are, pal. Denny, appreciate you. Like I, I know, too, I know uh, you took offense getting hung up on the other day. Never take a they never take offense to it, Denny. You're special. I don't want you to change for anybody, you know. But we do, we do hang up on you from time to time because you you do interrupt, and that's part of who you are. Don't apologize for it. own it, Denny. And I appreciate your super chat. I don't chat. blame you. I appreciate your super chat. Thank you, Smitty. I, I, you want to you want to do uh, you know build bunk beds? Bunk beds. You want to do karate in, like- karate in the garage? <laughs> 
I, you know, because if we build bunk beds, it'd be so much more room for activity. You know, yes. like, it's just a lot of activity, you know? Absolutely. Denny, what have you been doing? Where have you been back there? What do you What have you been doing? Oh, she's been down to Brazil. You Brazil? Know, abroad down there. And, yeah, was down there in Guadalupe. Yeah. Denny, dude, Denny's more than you guys think he is. Denny's a beast. <laughs> Denny, without um, telling us, without telling us where you work or what you exactly do, because we don't want anybody knowing what's well, really going on. What kind of what, what line of work are you in? I forget. I'm in the uh, automotive uh, automotive business. Uh, import I'm import kind of export. An import exporter. You're an import exporter type of thing. Yeah, I'm more. I'm, I'm trying to lean in more into uh, importing than mm. uh, you know exporting. Yeah, lately, but uh, is that, is that I a also, su- yeah. who's that, Ron? No, no, that's, is, is Ron on the line? Ron's on the line. Ron, go ahead. Yeah. What's up, Danny? Hey, Ron, dude. I love you. You and I call you a squid, but hey, we're on the same team, right? You jarhead, I'm a squid. We're we're good, brother. So yeah, I'm more. I'm so Smitty. I'm like. Looking at the Celtics now, you know what I mean. Being from Boston, so I'm sorry I leaned away from uh, football for a minute. Hey, Denny, you got to do what you got to do. You got the export thing going and the importing. Um, <laughs> you know, you got you're busy. You're busy, man. Uh, you got who do you got in the in the game tonight? Uh, I'm gonna take uh, the Lakers plus five and a half. I I'm like taking it. the points, and I'm going to take the under. Yeah, so I got the Lakers. Uh, too. They just made. Oh, you got them. Yeah, I, I got them plus five and a half, which is huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I mean but they may, may, maybe, maybe they'll win tonight, but they'll definitely, I believe, win this win the series. In my opinion, LeBron, LeBron's on a mission. It's not like the way we used to play. You know what I mean? Back when we played together in college, just made. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You Slinging it. Zip that ball. Slinging it, zipping it. Nah, just... Hey, Denny, Denny, I want your top three dynasty running backs right now. Dynasty, not redraft. Dynasty. Give me their top three dynasty running backs. Go. Oh, oh total? Total run? Like, not rookies, not anything? Yeah, yeah. Top, right. top three dynasty. They can be rookies, but. Hey, you know what? Derrick Henry's going to eat for another year. Boo. I can hear the boos. But no, dynasty, Denny. Dynasty, dynasty. Focus, Denny. Dynasty running backs. Top three dynasty running backs. Not Derrick Henry. Not old dogs. Dynasty. Keepers. Long term. Give me a second. Okay. Dijon. Dijon got them mustard. Okay. I think B- Dijon got them mustard. Bijan, correct answer so far. Okay, who's number two? Uh, give me a second. Hold on. It's it's not it's not Taylor. It's not Taylor. It's not. It's um. I got a lot of things going on here, Smith. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I, I know. I know. This is putting you putting in the clamps to you right now, and this is uh, you got exporting you're doing right now currently. Import yeah, import two more running backs. Two more. Hey, let me give you a list. Okay, Brees Hall. Get, no, no, don't. Give, give, oh, give, give, all right, no, you know what? You know what? Don't, don't, no. All right, Kenneth Walker. All right, okay. He didn't even give me that. Okay. All okay. right, Walker. Even though they put someone next to him, 
But yeah, yeah I'll take Fender Walker. Okay. Okay, and who's your... Reese Hall. Okay. No, no. I'm not going with Reese's to pieces. All right, give me the list for the next... Uh, uh, you, you got JT Barkley, ETN, you put Walker already, Jameer Gibbs, Brees Hall, Ron would tell you Najee Harris, um, who you got? No, no, sorry, Ron, sorry, Ron. No, I don't think Najee Harris is going to come up to anything. Yeah. This what else you got? It's right, Denny. No, no. I, I thought you were going to give me, Smitty, give me, give me a couple more RBs. Well, I mean, that, that's like the, the big laundry list of guys that would be potentially in this mix. You could say Ramondre Stevenson if you wanted. Some would say McCaffrey still has two, three years I left. Uh, if you want to put McCaffrey number three, I could understand it. I don't have him number three. I don't have him in my conversation of the top three. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I, no, I just, uh, I guess, I guess let's just take uh, Dijon and uh, Walker. Yeah, I don't want to jump on the bandwagon, but uh, yeah, Breezes. I love Breezes to pieces. Yeah. I, I don't know how good they're going to be, but never ever pick uh, a Patriot. Anyone who plays for the Patriots in Dynasty, it's never going to work out. Never. Yeah, kind of tough to know where Stevenson's going to be two years from now. I like him in a redraft a ton. You know, like I was saying earlier, there are running backs in redraft that I think are are definitely top six to ten capable, top five to ten capable that aren't in my redraft scope. You know, but Smitty, let me ask you a quick question. Hit me with a Denny. Who was that dude that uh, used to come in with the songs? Does he still do that? Rock out, yeah, rock out. He's probably listening yeah. right now. I don't know where he's been today and yesterday. Uh, maybe he was here yesterday, but Rock Out's been a little he's bit. In the chat. Hey, Rock Out, can you can you make a little song, a 10-second song for Denny real quick? Denny, would that make you happy, <laughs> Denny, if Rock Out made a song for you right now, personally? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't take much to make you happy, but yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't hate it. Rock Out, is that is that a big ask? Just a 10-second or not, not, not anything big? Just something about Denny being, you know, being a, a Marvel, you know? Any, any way we could get can some... Rock out! Can you do one in the um? Who the the guy that just died? He, he's the one that sang that song. Uh, if you Every- couldn't read my mind, what a tell my thoughts would tell. You know that guy? That was wow! wow. Hey, hey, hey! Hold on, Denny. That's beautiful. But oh my God, look at this service by Rock Out. I gotta go. I'll be rocking now. You gotta know. I be killing this fantasy game. Rock out in the building. <laughs> it's about himself. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll Rock- take it. I'll take it. Rock out, you got to make it about Denny. <laughs> what? It's just dope. That's dope. He, he, Yo, ca- that's, he calls. All right, thanks, guys. Oh, man, I'm going to cut myself off tonight, all right? Hold on, hold you on. No. Cut me off, man. Rock out, we need, a, we need one about Denny. <laughs> Rock out comes in strong about himself. I know what you're sitting at. Wait, I love Rock out. <laughs> it, 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 it puts... It puts... Uh, Something nice to the show, you know. Rock out, you know. Was, I, hold on, Rock out like delivers quick. Rock out delivers real quick turnaround. He's gonna, he's gonna cook up some. But I love that. Hey, can you make something about Denny? Rock out in the building. Rock out. Rock out. I could just picture Denny there in Boston. Okay, 
and, and, and he's got his export business and all that. He's got people working for him. So he just sits back nah. and he goes down to the local bars um, called Cheers. No. And just hanging out, drinking, and, 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 and letting well, him take information for him. Then he doesn't Yeah, Ron knows stuff. me. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a delegate. Yeah, Ron knows me. <laughs> when I walk in the bar, they don't say, no, they say, Daddy! 16-15 Lakers, by the way. 15, uh, 16-15 Lakers. Um, all right, hold on. Rock Lakers out. I hope, hopefully Rock out's delivering that right now, and then I'll, I'll play that. <laughs> I love it. I love Rock Yeah, <laughs> That was classic, Rockout's man. I told you to get Rock out, dude. He's one of your best assets. Hey, and, you know, Rock out wasn't messing around. Rock out said, move over, Rock Denny. This is my time to Rock shine. Out <laughs> Rock out might have, might have fallen asleep during the creation of your thing. Hold on one second. Let me check. 2016 Lakers. That was that was quick. It was just 16-15 Lakers. Now it's 16-20 uh, Denver. Smitty, I used to play basketball back when I was skinny. Uh, down at the park, I had one move. And then one day, they I used to fake to the left twice and fall away to the right. Boom! And splash it. Hey. Denny Splash. They used yeah, to call raindrops. me Denny Splash. Raindrops. Hey, Denny, do you know I'm going to be in Vegas, uh, I believe, on July 15th for a live stream? Are you, are you July able to, 15th. Are, are you able to head down there? I live there. For uh, three years, um, <laughs> yeah. Then he's got a. I'll do it. I'll do it. Can you ex- uh, yeah, can you can you export and import yourself into a a, a, a Vegas July fifteen <laughs> extravaganza? I I don't know I what Rockout's doing uh, here. I think I can import myself in. You know, I think I might be, but that sounds Tesla. Well, uh, what, uh, hey, by the way, Las Vegas. Hey, put your money on the hockey team, Las Vegas. I think they're gonna kick. I think I think we're gonna win the Stanley Cup. Throw your money at it. You heard it from the future, Denny. Yeah. Future Denny knows. Las Vegas. Ah, I like them. I don't know what happened. Rock out. Are you still here? Rock out. Rock out must be really trying to make up for for that because he's been. I mean, he he produced that rap within like four seconds. It just. I said, Rock out. Can you make a beat he on Denny? Died. But it was on him. Yeah. I haven't seen. Yeah. He is not. Yeah. He hasn't completed a, a, a rap yet. It's been probably like, t- I don't know, it's four minutes? It's not easy, man. You're asking Rock out, man. <laughs> no, just start, let, let, let's not put pressure on him. You know what I mean? Like Tatum O'Neill can't handle pressure. Rock out shines under pressure. Rock out shines under hey, pressure Dad, situations. Does he? Your, your basketball what? nickname was Flash Danny? Yeah, I Flash it. Yep. Yep. I used to do one move. My best name was in high school. Ronnie Brick? No. No, I was everybody I was the animal. animal. You play ball, dude? I like that. So you filed out in the first quarter? No, no, no. I didn't file out. Uh, Rockout must be <laughs> Rockout must be on the drums or something, guys. This is the longest he's ever taken. Yeah, Ron Navy's having the best conversation I could have. Or, you know, we get to listen to Rockout. Ron, you play some ball? You took it to the hole? 
took it to the hole? Did you oh, bounce yeah. pass in traffic? Younger. <laughs> when I was younger, yep. Ugh, you Ron, don't need ball slot like Ronnie Buckets. You know, Ron, uh, Ron, D Town says Ron, Ronnie Brick. Ronnie Buckets, Ronnie Brick. I could still, I could still shoot. But, All right, hold uh, on. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Rock out is delivered. Here we go. No way. No This way. is Danny. Straight peanut butter oh, jelly, right. no relish. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is Danny. Oh. Straight peanut butter jelly, no relish. Thinking Javante Williams oh. has 17 touchdowns, oh. but one of these days he will get it right. But even though we will oh. still love you, yo. <laughs> Sound like he said finger Javante Williams. Oh, okay. hey, hey, hold on, hold on. I kind of like that. Oh, hold right. on. What does he say? What's he say about? Ja- what's he say about Javante Straight Williams? Peanut butter jelly. Hold on. Javante Williams has This is Danny. Straight peanut butter jelly, no relish. Finger and Javante Williams has 17 touchdowns. Finger what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is Danny. Straight peanut butter jelly, no relish. Finger and Javante Williams has 17 touchdowns. But one of these days, he will get it right. But even though we will still love you, yo. <laughs> what are we doing to Javante Williams? Let's keep Javante Williams out of this. Oh, man. I saw that. Oh, Smitty. Yeah, I did. I should. Uh, I uh, thank you, Rock Out. Rock Out, appreciate you. Rock Out, yeah. Oh man, you came up with that quick. I, I, I honestly, I didn't think you just come up with that quick. But uh, uh, Rock I, Out I, delivers. I can make fun of myself. Rock Out delivers. Rock out. He delivers he quick stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, I'm gonna cut myself off tonight. All right, you're not cutting me off. All right, later, Denny. Right, Denny, Denny, hold on. Yeah, we got we got to play your we got to play your outro music. Later, Denny. Appreciate you, Denny. Good talking to you. I thought you were gonna play me out. We are. Appreciate you, Denny. Later, pal. <laughs> he's Denny, everybody. He's Denny. Oh no, he's Terry. He's Denny. Denny. Rock out, I appreciate your fast delivery of those those uh, immaculate rap uh, lab experiments that you did there in the lab. Appreciate you, Rock out. Yeah, the audio was weird on the second one. It was off. It was actually saying thinking Javante Williams had 17 touchdowns. That's right. We we like it the way it is. <laughs> let's, let's let's hear it one more time. This is Danny. Uh, Straight peanut butter jelly, no relish. Thinking Javante Williams has 17 touchdowns, <laughs> but one of these days he will get it right. But even though we was still love you, yo. What are we doing to Javante Williams? Let's let the man heal. Let's let the man. He's got enough to worry about right now. <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, rock out, hang tight, real quick. Jo- Jonathan, you're live, real quick. Hello? Hello? Please hold for Smitty. Please state your name. Please state your name. It's uh, Jonathan. Jonathan, what's up? You're live. What can we do for you, pal? What's up, man? I've been wanting for you guys to touch this uh, topic. I just joined. I don't know what's going on, but I saw Bijan and Dynasty, so I wanted to call because... I don't know if you remember, but I spoke to you a while back ago whenever I traded the 101 at the beginning of the season. 
Okay. I don't remember, but hit, hit me with the little refresher. All right. So <clears throat> I traded away the 101 at the beginning of the season, um, you know, thinking that I had a pretty solid team and I ended up being last. And then, you know, I lost the 101 because my terrible, my, my team just, everybody got hurt and I traded it away for something pretty much irrelevant. It was like Godwin and something else. But anyways, I ended up doing the trade and ended up getting Bijan again, getting my original pick back. And I just kind of wanted to go over the trade with you and kind of wanted to know if I overpaid a little bit too much or if you think I did a pretty solid trade. Uh, tell me what you first did. Do you remember the original trade that you made? Yeah, I, I think it was uh, I think it was Godwin and um, and like a second rounder. And I gave away my first rounder, but I didn't know, you know, that I was going to be dead last. Like, but but I can tell you, I can tell you, I was not in favor of that trade because I wasn't a fan of Godwin at all last year. So I know I didn't, Smitty, approve this. But but I so just, I didn't have any receivers at the beginning of yeah. the season. Like my receivers were dog shit. I still would have said go so, get somebody else for that. I probably told you that, but okay. So yeah, we know what we know what you did. did there. We know what you did there. Now tell me what you did to get the one point one back. So, so this is what the trade was. So I sent over Brees Hall. Um, I sent over Tyreek Hill. And I got in return, I got uh, the 101. I got the 109. And I got um, Gabe Davis and a couple draft picks. What were the draft picks? I got a second rounder for 2024. I got a third rounder and the two firsts for this year. Okay. Which I already drafted, by the way. Who'd you get at 109? Tell me it's Kincaid. Tell me it's Kincaid. No, he got, he actually left a lot sooner than expected. I was going to draft him, but he left a lot sooner. Who'd you get? Um, oh, this is what I did. So I traded the 109. For that's, I remember now. So I traded the 109 and got Debo Samuel and a second for 2025. And then I traded back into the 112, the 112. So I jumped back into the first round and ended up drafting Jonathan Mingo. Okay, who did you um, who did you trade for Mingo then? What second rounders? What did you do? Yeah, I traded. Uh, I moved. I traded my second rounder and a fourth rounder to jump back to the uh, to the okay. first round. Okay, so overall, I'm going to give you a score on what you did. This initial trade, Hall, Hill for Bijan in the 1.8 or whatever it was, one point whatever. I mean, a little uh, took a little bit of a, a bath on that. I I, I guess uh, you could say for 2023 because Hill is a top. You know, five wide receiver, Hall's the top five running back. Bijan's, you know, obviously number one. But you turned it into some good stuff. So, like, trading Hall and Hill away for Bijan, Debo, Mingo. I don't really care too much about this stuff down here. But Bijan, Debo, Mingo for Hall and Hill is a pretty good job. Like, that's an overall you did. 
overall you did fine. Like you, you, you had some bumps in the road. You, you ended up giving up a lot to get something. Then you turned it into something else that you wouldn't have got if you didn't do it. So you can't really look at it. Like you shouldn't have made this trade, but you did get here. Some total, you wouldn't have got Debo. If you didn't go down that route, you wouldn't have done at the end of the day. It's good. Would I trade Debo for a Watson uh, or try and, you know, get out of this Debo value that could be very good for this year. Maybe we don't really know for one to two years. I don't see Debo being healthy three years from now, like one, one year at a time yeah. for me, to be honest, but I don't mind it this year. It's good value. This is a good trade for you overall. Um, but I would yeah, start I was, I was, looking I now. Trying, in the, in the league that I'm in, we're pretty active in trading. I mean, I've been doing, my whole team is different. But um, I'm trying to sell Debo. I'm trying to get London. Yeah, I'm a great. Falcons fan. So yeah, as soon as Bijan fell to the Falcons, you know, like I went crazy. So yeah. that's why I did that. That whole, you know, I mean, obviously because of Bijan, but the fact that he's a Falcon it just makes it be more exciting for me to root for the guy, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I am trying to sell Debo as we speak. But uh, do you mind if I go over my team and you kind of tell me what? Yeah, uh, yeah, real, real quickly, real quickly, because I gotta, I gotta run here in a second. So uh, go ahead, hit me with it fast as you can, though. All right. So it's a twelve-man PPR league, uh, one QB. So quarterback, I got Justin Fields. Uh, I got Bijan Robinson, Travis Etienne, Debo, DJ Moore, Mark Andrews, Terry McLaurin. Mike Davis, and I can switch Mike Davis with uh, Damian Pierce on the flex or Gabe Davis. So you have Fields, Those Bijan, are like main starters. Fields, Bijan, Etn, Debo, McLaurin, DJ Moore, and who else? Mike, Mike Williams, and uh, Damian Pierce. Well, Pearson, who's your tight end? Uh, Mark Andrews. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I would? You know what I would do? I mean, this is just my like I said. I'm going to try and get Watson, London, um, obviously Alave. If you could, like, I give up a, I give up a future draft pick potentially to turn Debo into Alave, um, or Garrett Wilson. Just so you know, McLaurin, same thing. I do the same thing. DJ Moore, I do the same thing. Um, I would try and get Watson for Debo. I try and get London for Debo. Uh, I try and turn Andrews into Kincaid plus. I think you can get a lot more, so understand what I'm saying there. Kincaid Plus, that would be an interesting move. I love Fields. I love Bijan. I like ETN. You're not going to get what you want out of ETN in a trade anyway, so just ride that out. McLaurin, you're probably not going to get. You could try and do that trade. I, I like the team. You don't have to do anything. It's a really good team. I think this team could win. I think McLaurin could be you know, a lot better with, with Sam Howell. Uh, DJ Moore is going to be really good with Fields. Just kind of a fun little... Uh, stack there, even though stacking and redrafts different than in in in, uh, in best ball. Uh, it's a good team. And Andrews, don't get rid of Andrews for nothing. I'm just saying, like, if you could get Kincaid plus, if you could get, like, maybe this guy's got an Alave, and you could give him Debo and Andrews get Kincaid and an Alave, like, do something similar to that and build for the future. That's always something that I would explore. Andrews, I I don't hate. You know, it's it just he he is. How old is Andrews? Um, uh, I think he's 28. Let's see here, and, and you know, I do, I do work. I feel like yeah, some of the, yeah, some of the injuries, you know, injury concerns. I don't think necessarily are that crazy right now, but you know, it it was a little concerning last year, you know, the way things unfolded. But he has he has been taking a beating, um, but you know, he should last a lot longer. Look at Kelsey. So I, I'm not saying get rid of him. I'm saying if you can get Kincaid plus, 
I would I would look into that. But my my biggest worry about this team is really you know like I guess I don't have like that clear cut you know wide receiver one like I used to with Hill. You know, yeah, Evo. I mean, you know, he's he's just up and down. So it's kind of like I do want to sell him, but I've been trying to get London and Do Buddy doesn't. You know, he's I've been I even offered him Debo and a first. And he just doesn't want to budge. I mean, what, what, he, just, he doesn't want to budge. Last question, then I got I got to move on. But who's the Watson owner have on his team? Uh, he has he has a couple a couple key pieces. Um, I mean, his team is not like super great, um, which is funny because uh, I actually used to own Christian Watson. Uh, I traded him away before he you know became what he is now. But I mean, he, he, just he real, real quick, real quickly, because I got to go, bro. Is, Who, who's the Watson owner have? Let's try and see if we can real quickly cook he something. Has, he has Aaron Jones. He has James Conner, and then his receivers are Devontae Smith, Watson, Marquise Brown, and Deontay Johnson. Does he have Kincaid by chance? No, he has Kittle. Okay. Yeah, uh, go look at the Kincaid owners team and to see if you can come up with something that upgrades like McLaurin or DJ Moore or Debo significantly, and you could look into that. But it has to be a lot because Andrew still has a lot of value. You, you can't discredit that just because we love Kincaid. Kincaid doesn't have the value that Andrews has right now, so you should be getting a ton more. But Bijan, Etn, and Fields, and Debo, unless you're getting something significant, those are all probably players I wouldn't I wouldn't touch. You got a good team. You don't have to worry too much about it. Uh, don't freak out. Don't go making it. sounds like sometimes you'll sacrifice to get a certain guy. Just make sure you stay the course and, and get the value you deserve. You know, don't go trading Debo for someone lower because you're afraid Debo's going to get hurt. Debo still got good wide receiver one value when he's on the field. It's just he's somebody I'm worried right. enough about that I want to try and get a safer, you know, option like Watson. I love Watson. I'd love to have Watson over Debo <clears throat> in Dynasty. Are you Are you not concerned about like you know like just the fact that you know we really haven't seen love like actually like really like play like a full, you know, game, especially the fact that they drafted, you know, two tight ends plus another receiver that, that read guy. Yeah. But they they didn't have, they didn't have any, they didn't have anybody else though. So like, I'm not worried about a rookie coming in that doesn't get the schooling that, that Watson got. No, not worried about it at all. I, and in, in fact, I mean, what what did uh, Jordan Love do when he got on the field? Threw a touchdown pass to, to Christian Watson. So we got a little bit of yeah. uh, sample sample size there to look at. But no, I'm hey, not worried. Hey. I'm not worried at all because he's he's an absolute gem. And the fact that uh, if Jordan Love struggles, he'll be throwing the ball a lot. And I think Jordan Love's definitely yeah. passed the eye test of competency to me to get the football down the field. Now, do they win games? That's a whole different thing. And if they don't, I don't really care. You know, as long as they're throwing right. the ball a ton, and if they're throwing the ball a ton in the third and fourth quarter, you know that's he's gonna be he's gonna be huge, bro. There's a risk involved in that stuff, but it's packaged in to fourth round value. You know, right. I, I I think. And I, I think, wanted to ask you this. I wanted to I wanted to ask you another thing while we're talking right, last about thing. Um, yeah, last thing. Rookies. Um. So, you know, I've heard. You know, I I, I listen to your show every single day whenever you, you go online but i really haven't heard any contact when it came to like you know like the late rounders the sleepers like you know like the sec those second third rounders that they go in like in the dynasty draft like your jonathan mingo who's your reshi ride we talk about them all the you time. know people like that 
Um, I've heard a, I've heard you talk about a few guys, but I haven't really heard like you go into depth. And I was just wondering if you were going to, you know, put your input into those those kind of like late flyers, you know, yeah. that, you know, I was just curious to know if you were if you were going to talk about them, because I, I was I, like, for instance, I'm curious about the rookies I drafted this year. You know, if that because I did draft, um, what was it, um, Sean Taylor or whatever? What, I forgot his name. The guy that's hurt, that's in Tampa Bay. Sean Tucker. Your, uh, moon man list. Sean Tucker. Yeah, so I drafted him. He was like my fourth rounder. I mean, he fell to me, but obviously, you know, he yeah. was, you know, a, a free agent or whatever. But I was just curious to know if you were going to talk about, you know, these these late guys. You know, yeah, I mean, I do all the time. I do all the time. time. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I go live a lot, so it's hard. But I'll do a focused a focused compartmentalized video on deep sleepers, mid round sleepers. You'll see all those videos come out for sure. Um, but we talk about da- downs all the time. I talk about Hyatt all the time. I talk about Mingo all the time. Yeah, I've heard. I talk about t- I, I Tank I Dell. Heard you talk about uh, constantly down, uh, downs and Hyatt. But yeah, those I was are all. Curious what you thought about Mingo. Uh, Jamal, I was just really high on him. I was uh, Chase Brown all the time. I talked about uh, uh, Roshan and and uh, A Chain. So we we've we've addressed those rookies a lot. And there's some rookie only videos I have out there. But you'll see you'll see mid round sleepers, late round sleepers, early round sleepers because I believe sleepers can live in the early rounds too because I define it how I want. Uh, but don't worry, you'll see all that. Jonathan, I gotta let you go. Call in any time, pal. Uh, we're just at the end of the show. Appreciate you. Hey, thanks for all your help, buddy. Keep later. Later. Uh, rock out final thoughts and again appreciate you coming in with the 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 rap strong today pal (laughs) so where we taking montgomery and bijron bijron who's bijron uh the uh the (laughs) bijron bijron we talking about bijron robinson no bijron Oh, P. Ryan. You're, you're, yeah, P. Ryan. Okay, Samaje P. Ryan. You're saying, you were saying it so close to Bijan. I was thinking you were saying... Uh, okay. Uh, Samaje P. Ryan is is probably going... Cra- in cra- not crazy. I mean, not crazy because it can't work out. Because obviously, he's very talented. Like, what he did in Cincy, they love him. They love him in Denver, the way they talk about him. But then again, Sean Payton's like John Gruden when he talks about yeah. his players. You don't know what's true. But but I'd say like P Ryan, P Ryan was so you know effective even though he's older he's like seventy five years old he's he was so effective and and efficient with what he did in Cincy you got you got to think that if you can grab him right around where Javante is and I've seen P Ryan go ahead of Javante and I've seen P Ryan P Ryan go in the same round and I've seen him go around later so it's tough to know but if you cuff the two together. If you cuffed the two together, it's pretty good. You know, I would take Javante ahead of him. With... P Ryan's going in the tenth. Yeah, so if you take him, I take Javante ahead of him. I would not take Javante in six or probably even seven. I know a lot of people have been. There's a lot of like the 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 so-called positive news out lately is not positive. Like I don't know what people are doing with this Javante Williams. Sean Payton came out and said that we're excited he should be ready for camp and then the next comment he said we're hoping he doesn't go on pup like what what, how is anybody taking this press conference as a positive it's confusing (laughs) and then on top of that he said that we're going to be tight-lipped about stuff we're just not going to tell people what's going on so it's like he he basically just told you that don't listen to a word he's saying 
and his injury was so significant. I'm going to assume that he's he's a late seventh rounder if you want to go in seven or eighth round pick, but you have to cuff P. Ryan at least in round nine or ten. Yeah. Like a round later seems right to me. I've seen him go in the same round, which is, like I said, crazy. I didn't want to say crazy in a way that P. Ryan can't earn it, but I'm saying it's crazy that you you can draft, you can literally see someone draft P. Ryan over Javante, but... I like Javante in round eight. If Javante falls to round eight, there's a lot of skeptical suspect players you're drafting in round eight. You know, eight, nine. That's a fantastic duo in eight, nine. If you get Javante in eight and P. Ryan in nine or ten, that's a that's a fantastic sneaky flex play. <laughs> you're buying a flex play at that cost. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think I got him like at eight, 8.8 in one draft. Yeah. Rock out. Appreciate the delivery of the fast uh, uh, raps and all you do, pal. Everybody drop a rock out emoji. There's a rock out emoji in the uh, in the yeah, group no of doubt. emojis. Appreciate your rock out. Ron Navy, final thoughts. See you. Later, pal. Yep. I, I, like, I like P. Ryan. P. Ryan's like the guy that is, can start for you and fill in um, later round and round 10. I also like uh, picking up Evan Hall. He's he's um, you know behind uh, JT, and he's the pass catching back, so he's going to get some usage. And if something, God forbid, happens to JT, Evan Hall, I, I I'm pretty big on him this year. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate it. Hopefully, you and Swaggy can uh, can get this bet rolling. I don't know if he's he's doing it or not, but uh, appreciate you, man. Yeah, he. We- we already did. I mean, he accepted. I'm just gonna give him a chance to get even. You know, fair's fair. So, but it, it, what happens if he loses? He he still just follows well, through. Then I guess his betting career is over. <laughs> <laughs> he has to retire. <laughs> yeah, Swaggy, yeah, he'll retire after after if he loses this, he'll retire. I will I'm say sure. it was a ridiculous bet Swaggy made against Alave, but I would say. That this time he was, high, he was high on something last year. This time around, I would, I would, I'm gonna, I'm leaning toward the 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 other side on this one. But I know you're very optimistic. You're going a little bold. You're giving him a chance. I know you really believe Najee could be a top five running back, but you know certain things got to happen for that to happen. So like you're giving him a nice little, nice little shot here. So that's yeah. gi- giving yeah. of you. All right, Ron, appreciate you. See you all, all tonight. Right, we're, dra- um, we're drafting tonight. Okay, so you are going live tonight? Yeah, probably about 1230, right. uh, so midnight, 1230. All right, later, all right. Ron. Just regular mock? Oh, no, no puppy. Uh, no, we'll probably do, there's no puppies, um, but we'll probably do uh, like a Garrett Wilson draft maybe at the end of it, or I don't know what we're doing tonight. We'll definitely be drafting. I just don't know what we're doing yet. All right, later. All right, later, pal. All right, guys. Uh, Sick Nasty said, best fantasy football show on the internet, bar none. Appreciate you, Sick Nasty. Thank you, pal. Rock out. Thank you for, for dropping this super chat. Denny, thank you for your super chat. Uh, Mason O, appreciate your super chat. Vamp, Isaac, Christian Silva, uh, Yusuf. Yusuf and Christian, you got my responses, right? Uh, hopefully you saw it. Um, Brandon, appreciate you. Rock out again, dropping another one. Rock out is in the building. Rock out is in the building. Rock out is in the building. Where is the rock out song? This is Rock Out, and he's in the building. I'll be going spitting that five, five.
gentlemen, I give you run the dawn. And Terry. Where's the Bruce? The Bruce is loose. Has anybody seen Bruce lately? I haven't seen Bruce lately. We got Denny back with the bat signal. I think we need to call on the Bruce. See you all tonight, guys. I draft uh, every single... What is today? Thursday? Yeah, I draft every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This is live draft marathon weekend every single weekend from here until the start of the season. And when I say weekend, I mean we start our weekend, our, our, our live draft weekend on Thursday. And we go three straight days every single week at midnight-ish Eastern. Tuesdays are now converting to same time though. Panic Chamber live. I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's what this little video is right here. I'm also live whenever news breaks. I'll see you all later. Reese Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's brief. He's brief. He does a whole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Reese Hall, please. Yeah, Ron, did you have something else? Yeah, just an update you were asking about the Bruce. Um, he's in the voicemail league. I got an uh, update because he's in that league. He had surgery on his head, and um, that, that's, that's up there. That's why he hasn't been around. He's okay? Uh, he sent a picture to, to one of the guys. Um, yeah, it looks pretty gnarly. Um, where where he had, but it was like on the top of his head, big scars and stuff. So, yeah, he had surgery. So everybody put prayers up for the Bruce. Um, you know, so that's why he hasn't been around. Uh, drop some so prayer. To call back in. Drop some prayer emojis. Let's bake in some of the prayer emojis into his recovery. Bake, bake, that's his bake, mother. Bake that's his mother. Sound of the Bruce's mother right here. Bake, 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 She's a. She's a staple and angel of the show. Uh, so prayers with the Bruce. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate you. No problem. Bye. So uh, prayers up to the Bruce. Let's send Brucey to the moon. To the moon. To the moon, Brucey. Get better. Get better fast. Call in. Brucey to the moon. Brucey, please report to the moon. See you all tonight. Don't forget, guys, Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. Uh, the link is pinned in the live chat. If you want to draft tonight, you've got to click this link. Enter promo code SMITTY. Get ready to go. They'll double up to $100 dollar for dollar on your first deposit if you're new to Underdog Fantasy. So get in to the drafts tonight. We're going to drop a Garrett Wilson jersey draft. We will have updates on who's the leader each week, at least bi-weekly, but probably weekly, of who's the leading contender 
the total point score, the person that has the most points in across all the leagues. It doesn't matter which league you're in. Whoever has the most points at week 17's end will win the Garrett Wilson autograph jersey. Um, we'll be doing that tonight. We might do a mock draft. I'm not sure uh, what we're doing tonight, but see you all tonight. Mock drafts are free, Fantasy Dead. The underdogs are not. There are $3 entries for the Garrett Wilson draft. Each of those has their own little prize pool. It's small. It's not done by me. It's done by the entry fees. Um, I think it's like 25 bucks or something like that to the winner of those leagues. Each one of those Garrett Wilson drafts. But the, the grand prize is that Garrett Wilson autographed jersey to the leading person out of all the Garrett Wilson drafts that we do. We could do 30 of them, 40 of them. I don't know how many we're going to do, 50 of them. But you can enter each one of them. So you can have 50 entries. <laughs> you know, If we do 50 drafts, you could be in all 50 if you wanted. Just how quick your fingers are. All right, see you all later. Get braced. I Isaac says you forgot my super. Isaac, you still here? I didn't even see it come through. I see how hard you work, Smitty. We appreciate you. Isaac! What is LeBron doing? LeBron just tried to do a... LeBron tried to do like a windmill and just dropped the ball out of bounds. Isaac, you still here? LeBron, what are you doing, LeBron? What are you doing, LeBron? What is he trying to do? What's he trying to do? Uh, Where's Isaac? Isaac, you, you get my response, Isaac, before I leave? I want to make sure you feel taken care of, Isaac. Never leave a super chatter man down is the, 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 the gist of this right here. Isaac, where are you? I need confirmation, Isaac. I need confirmation, Isaac. What is LeBron doing? What is LeBron doing right there? What was that? Just fumbles the ball out of bounds when he's supposed to get a layup in the house. Much love. Thank you, Isaac. Appreciate you. See you all tonight. Get braced.